What's up, everybody? It's LG Set here. Welcome to another episode of The First Mint, episode 217 on this fine Monday week of June 5th. I am back. I went to the wilderness for four days with some buddies. I was completely offline, like literally no reception on my phone. So Phil held down the fort on Twitter while I was away, and we spend most of this episode, or at least the first portion of it, talking about that trip. Phil expresses then his interest in maybe wanting to go to Mount Everest someday, but that uh, obviously, that's not the greatest decision because there's a lot of people that uh, don't really make it when they go to Everest. Anyways, we talk about wilderness safety. I give a little recap of what it's like to do a canoe trip in Western Canada with some of your, your closest and funnest buddies. We then talk about what Phil did while I was away on First Mint Twitter, a lot of the fun questions that he came up with, including who would you uh, accept to spend an afternoon alone with on a yacht with four really interesting uh, options. We then uh, actually had a surprise guest, Arsenic, our old buddy Arsenic, who's a super collector, has tons of Top Shot, recently sold a lot of his Top Shot, and we have him on to talk about the first ever shitcoin on Flow. It's called Sloppy or Loppy or whatever it's called. He's one of the propagators of it, so obviously not financial advice while you're listening to this, but fun for Flow to have something like a shitcoin, something that the, the rest of the kids have, the cool kids have, to have it on their ecosystem. That then turns into a chat about whatever happened to Genies, which is a project that Phil and Arsenic both promoted and were part of the interview process for, but has kind of faded away despite getting you know $88 million in funding. We then corner Arsenic and ask him, why are you selling all this Top Shot? What's going on there? And that kind of dovetails into conversation about, you know, what might happen in the market and, and when the next bull cycle is going to come. So really great episode, a great way to start the week. And as usual, thank you so much for listening to The First Minute. This search is over, now welcome to First Minute. Looking for NFT content, look no further because this is it. From Top Shot the blockchain, they got the data chops, analysis, and backdrops. The show's a plate of hot. What's up, this guy? Wow. Man, I just came out of the bush, Phil. Wow, came out like, of literally the bush. just returned to civilization after <laughs> being away for an incredibly long time—four days. <laughs> wow, I was gonna say, you know what? You know, before you left, and you, you left me in charge of the first Mint Twitter account and stuff like that. I, it kind of hit me right after you left. I'm like, I don't even know when the hell he's coming back. Like, it's just no like idea. last time. This is the same thing. That so last it's impossible time. to plan anything because I'm like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do a grand finale. But when the hell is the grand finale when I don't even know when the hell you're coming back? So, <laughs> so I had no idea until you messaged me. I'm back. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, nice. It, it felt Man. like it was only a few days, to be honest with you. It felt like it went by really, really fast. Not for you, yeah. I'm sure, but for us. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is that especially these days when you're so involved, like when you're online so much that like you know for the first couple hours once you actually lose lose service you actually keep checking your phone as though there's gonna be service (laughs) and then once you start we were canoeing so once you start canoeing then you're working hard and you kind of forget about it and you honestly there's a point where you just turn off your phone and put it away Mm. like permanently you're like i'm not gonna be able to use this you kind of stash it away and then time kind of changes i find like when you're away from your phone the the length of time kind of changes and by the time you check back in like it's overwhelming the amount of information and you feel like so much happened but it's mainly if you people talking about events from two days before that you missed feels like you missed an eternity so it's kind of funny to check back in did did you at any point almost die 
Like, be honest. Because I know when you go out to these things, like, I always envision, <laughs> I don't do too much outdoor stuff. I've almost crazy died many times. I yeah. ever did was a couple of years ago during the pandemic, because LG, we're kind of, we're kind of at opposite ends of this kind of stuff. You're a mm-hmm. very outdoors, even though you're from the city like me, mm-hmm. you've had the experience of being outdoors and doing all the, you know, the crazy outdoor, pretty much because of where you live too, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you mm-hmm. know, it's totally different than here in Ontario, where it's flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, every trail is the same here where you go in the forest and it's like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Sorry. No, I just had to reset. I had to reset my camera. Yeah. Keep going. No, no. I, I, the only reason I stopped is because I have, it's happened before where I talk for like half an hour and then I realize we're either not recording or we're not like live. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Um, but here in Ontario, we don't have anything like you go on trails here. It's just, it's actual bush, but not nice bush. It's just nothing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've never been an outdoorsy person. Like I, I go camping and stuff and, and, and fishing, but I don't enjoy it kind of like the way other people do. Um, I'm very much someone that likes to be in the city, home, hustle and bustle and stuff like that. But during the pandemic, we were forced to kind of explore a little bit because everything else was closed. All the kids' sports mm-hmm. stopped. Um, you know, there were no options. The malls were like, mm-hmm. remember, you remember they had to line up to get into Walmart. Like you had to line up oh, yeah. for like two hours to get into oh, Walmart. Yeah. So all that stuff. So we started exploring and I started really enjoying hiking and going out and seeing places. So we kind of stepped it up a notch later in the pandemic. We went to places like Tobermory, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I went on a hike there where you could literally go on the edge of the biggest cliff ever. And like you're one step away from dying. That's why I'm asking. So that was my closest experience to that. But you, the places you go is like, I remember years ago, LG would hit me up on my phone and be like, all right, um, in case mom and dad ask, like, I'm good, but I'm going to be like out of service for like three to three, two to three weeks. Like just gone. <laughs> no, won't be, never whatever the hell weeks. it was. Okay. Hold on. But there are times I do remember where mom and dad yeah. obviously tried to keep it as supple as possible. Would send me a message. Have you heard from your brother? Okay. That's it. Nothing more. <laughs> not like, you know, we're worried. None of that. Not, not, uh, we don't know where he is. Just have you heard from your brother? And I'm like, uh, okay. I remember he told me he was going to be out of cell phone service for a while mm-hmm. so, I say? so back to my question did you have any near-death experiences uh out in the in the bush on this trip no not on this on not this. on this trip so <laughs> so yeah i moved out west like nine years ago and it was mainly to do stuff like this and and where you live in ontario there are tons of places you can go canoeing and doing that stuff but it's the lakes in ontario are full of bugs and there's not as much elevation, like you're saying. Whereas here, mm-hmm. we're on the coastal mountains. You drive a couple hours inland or 10 hours inland. You get to the Rocky Mountains. There's a lot of stuff to do here. Um, I've been on trips that have been have had some hairy calls. And usually, there's two types of ways that you can die on these trips. Three types of ways. What One is getting lost, which is the most the Wait, most simplest on, way on. that... Mom, stop listening right now. Like, Mom, stop listening. Yeah, I got to tell you all joke. the ways you can die. Just I'll stop listening. Come back in three minutes. Wilderness. Yeah. Most okay. common ways. So the most common way is actually people get lost and they're not prepared. Those are the two most common things. So when people tell you bring the tennis essentials, they're not kidding. Like there's people around here that literally go on a trail in the forest, an open trail that like everybody walks on and they walk 50 feet off of it to chase their dog or whatever. And they die because they trip, they, they break their leg, they don't have a phone, whatever it is. So we have to be incredibly careful. Like literally as soon as you go into the forest or the wilderness or whatever, that is the number one way to die. That is, I say I'm low risk for that because I'm well prepared. I go with people that are well prepared. I tell people where I'm going, so no risk there. Number two is like dying due to like some kind of element exposure, like you fall off a cliff, you mm-hmm. drown in a lake, you drown in the ocean. Um, 
anything else like that that could that could have a tree falls on you very unlikely but some other kind of like the nature it physically kills you in some some avalanche right and people go ski touring which is like not on a resort you just go up the mountain and ski people die in avalanches um and then number three is the most extreme and incredibly rarest but is actually the one that people are most afraid of which is being killed by an animal so number like number three everybody's like you'll be killed by a grizzly obviously but honestly i couldn't even tell you the times people have been killed by grizzlies because it, it, it it's so rare so um but that is still oh, somehow man. when you plan these types of trips that's the part people prepare for the most like even you know i went i went on this trip uh, with a group of guys that we've been trying to do like one paddling trip every year for maybe six or seven years now. I think we've missed a year or two during COVID, obviously. But uh, otherwise, this group has been doing like some kind of summer trip where it's like we're gone three, four, five nights paddling, either kayak or, or canoeing in some different cool place. Uh, and the chatter in the group chat beforehand when it comes to safety, maybe there's one message about like does somebody have a first aid kit for, you know, Band-Aids and Tylenol. And, you know, do we do we know where we're going? Do we have the route? But then most of the chatter is one guy was going to bring like for this. Most of the chatter is like for safety comes to animals. (laughs) And yeah, it's funny. And one guy literally one guy on this trip was going to bring his like 12 gauge shotgun that is designed to kill bears. And I was like, you know what? I don't don't think we need that. (laughs) I I was like, I don't want to. I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to bring the weight of a gun on this trip for the really rare occurrence where we might see a grizzly bear. Oh, for um, you was the weight? It was more the weight? Me, it would be like, what if someone gets drunk one night and decides like, yeah. to hate these guys and I want to shoot all of them and no one That's will ever it. find them? Screw that. Yeah, or that guy. Yeah, maybe it was his plan to kill us all along was to bring his yeah, gun. Yeah, no chance. Uh, I agree. So I told, him, I told him we didn't need it. But what he did do, this is actually pretty good. He brought uh, bear bangers. So for bear defense, there's three, there's, there's a few different types of like bear prevention and bear defense. Like at the very low level, people bring bear bells, which are just like a little bell that you can attach to your dog or your hip. That kind of does this. Like you imagine in front of the grizzly bear, you'd be like, excuse me. (laughs) It's supposed to kind of ward them off. But a lot of people around here also call them dinner bells because it kind of tells the bears that there's people around (laughs) bears, bears, bears that kind of live near people. They like people because people will leave garbage behind. Right. So if you're going in a place where there's bears and there's often people, the bears will actually be more attracted to you because they'll be like, oh, humans means food because people will leave like wrappers, right. you know, you cook your eggs, drop an egg, whatever. Like there's actually those are like the domestic bears. bears. They're used to people. Well, right? and those are the ones they have to put yeah. down when a bear gets used to people. Yeah. They have to yeah. freaking kill it. Right. Because then mm-hmm. the bears are just going to keep coming back and then, char- you know, get mad at people or charge people. So there's been places around here. They've shut like down. The one we saw when they came bear. out your way, I was so excited. But then like I was going, whoa. And. Like, yeah. he didn't even care. It was just looking for food. No. It didn't care yeah. that we were there. It was just, I yeah. could tell it wasn't really a wild bear. Because a wild bear, if no. you drop a wolf, he's going to look at you like, excuse He's going to freaking run away. And that's yeah. most, or something. Like 99% yeah, exactly. of bears and, like, deer and freaking elk and all the other moose, whatever the kind of stuff you might encounter in the in the woods. Like, the best bear defense when you're hiking is actually to be loud. So if you're in a big group, great, you're talking. Or even if I, like, times I'm alone walking in, like, maybe a bear area, like, I'll clap my hands and, like, kind of shout a little bit. And that lets them know, like, you know, really far away that you're coming. Um, so that's that's general bear defense. And then the next thing that people bring with them, we didn't see a bear on this trip. I'm just going to pre- preface this oh. so that there's no, there, this doesn't build up oh, to a bear heart. encounter. We, we saw bear tracks. We saw like like big bear tracks in the mud, but we didn't see, we didn't see any bears. Um, but the sec- next line of bear defense is bear spray, which is like mace, but designed for bears. So it's like mace on steroids. And that's something that you no. spray the bear with, like when the bear is like coming close to you and like maybe like six feet away. It's it's a bit of a last line of defense. Um, 
And most of the time, it's probably just going to piss the bear off. Like it's it's not really going to save your life. Obviously, uh, I mean, like, and it's good. And like pepper spray, it's going to go all over the place. It's going to mess you up too. Right? It's going to go in your face and stuff. So you know, it's something that you you can use. But honestly, like you, if, if the bear is that close, then you've already done something wrong. Um, and then and then from there, like you know, if the bear if the bear wants to kill you, the bear is going to kill you. Uh, but another thing that we had on this trip instead of a gun is something called a bear banger, which is pretty much like a firework designed for wildlife. So what you do is you shoot this thing in the air and it explodes in the air. It makes a loud noise that is supposed to scare all the wildlife away from where you are. So when we got when we got to campsites, because we're at different campsites every night, we would set one of those off, which really? was really helpful. That was really but that's because then because anything around, even if they might smell the food on us or whatever, that's going to scare them. Like they're just going to run for like 20 minutes. But if you set track. it off, is that another way of seeing what kind of wildlife you have around you too? I feel like that that's what no. I would do. I would want well, to be like, okay, let's see, see what the hell's yeah. hiding in these bushes. Let's let, no, let they don't like come bushes. out of, they don't like scurry out of the bushes like right beside you. <laughs> the bear's not hidden behind the rock on your campsite waiting you for see, you to look you away. You see Bigfoot take meat. off. You see yeah. the bears, the wolves, everything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know what's what funny though do. is that is that the part and everybody's experienced this who camping even if you're car camping like you do the part where you think about the bears most is at night which is funny you know what i mean like you have to walk to the bathroom at night you're like a, oh, something's God. gonna kill you me. See me i'm a disaster right? like it makes no places. sense and then once yeah. you get in your tent you're like now a bear's gonna kill me it knows where i am which is hilarious because it's like bears don't really roam around at night like they, <laughs> they can't see that well they roam around. They roam around at dusk and dawn. That's like all true. Animals. You never see them at night. You're right. Bears, I, I don't yeah, think maybe, maybe it's them. they can, they can, but it's like the instances, like when when you look at like bear encounters people have in the forest, <laughs> like maybe there's one case ever of like a bear jumping on someone's tent, but it's like you just you have just as much chance Man, of winning a lottery than having a bear jump on you unless you okay. lather yourself in like fish oils and leave a trail of fish like along <laughs> the whole day then yeah a bear will probably come get you but otherwise Let, you're fine let's clear the air though okay and, and I, i'm sure a <laughs> lot of air. our a lot of our listeners can attest to this all right and i know the ulg you are proper with safety measures when it comes to animals and all that stuff okay uh, someone like me definitely has no clue how that even works and i do i would mm. probably act the way you're not supposed to act if it yeah. were to happen. Okay. Yeah. Me screaming at the bear, no chance. All right. That, that, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you're but not going to scream. One thing I am definitely not doing, and I know this is in the guidebook of, of what you do. If ever you encounter a bear and it like comes at you, I am not sitting there and playing dead no matter what. Okay. <laughs> you are a hundred percent going to be killed mm -hmm. on the spot mm -hmm. instead of at least fighting for your life. Like at least, I'll I'll do the screaming and I'll throw rocks. I'll set off bangers, yeah. but yeah. I'm not sitting there letting this thing sniff my ass and 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 sniff you know every part of my body until he decides. You know, well, there's a good piece of food. Yeah. Or do they not eat humans? Like, what do they do? They don't eat humans. Like bears don't want to eat humans. So they like, kill it's not, you when it's they're not, scared. They don't. Bears don't eat big animals. Okay. They eat they eat things like they eat dead things like a big animal. <laughs> if a big animal just died, like if you're hunting, big dead. Human, I don't hunt, yeah. but if you're hunting and you help hunt like elk or deer. Right. And you hunt something really big and you're in a bear area like when you kill it you better you know whatever you're doing if you're harvesting it getting it or whatever you're doing like you better do it quickly because that smell is going to attract animals from everywhere it's wow. a dinner bell for it's a dinner bell for the forest it's when a big dinner animal bell. dies right <laughs> well like any other like think a whale dies in the ocean like that's a dinner bell everybody come eat there's tons of free meat or right? an 18 so, year old jumps off a cruise ship that's that's another dinner yeah there you go. yeah that's another yeah that's another dinner did bell. you see that thing on the news that was a couple of days yeah ago. I, I saw yeah, that friends yeah, dared him and that was it super messed Anyways, up yeah, yeah. That's uh, wild, man. But like, but a bear oh. a bear doesn't have you on their menu. Bears will kill you because they're threatened. And the most dangerous right. type of bear you can encounter is a mom with cubs, babies. You see it all the time. Yep. She's gonna freaking mess you up. 
because she's that, that's the most that's every animal a big right? honestly a big male bear people are like oh a big male bear it's like yeah maybe but like he's not interested in you if you have food he wants it but otherwise doesn't give a shit typically um yeah playing wow. dead's kind of interesting if you ever saw the revenant oh, where no. leo fights a bear like i think <laughs> that that's actually pretty close to what being mauled by a bear would be like and i think <laughs> i think people also don't realize it's funny we're talking about bears i didn't see any but it's funny is mainly we have to think about is that people don't realize the scale of bears. Like you see a little black mm -hmm. bear mm -hmm. in your yard and you're like, that looks like a big dog. And it is, except it has like, like it has the equivalent strength of like a freaking gorilla. You know what yeah. I mean? You know how orangutans yeah. like could beat you in tug of war, like easily yes. like bench press way more than you like think of that, but it's a bear. And instead of pull strength, it has like slash strength. So it's like even black bears like that. I've post videos of like, those are insanely dangerous if they want to kill you. Right. Like, oh, but man. they don't. The 99.9% .9 of them don't. But if they wanted to, had a reason to, people thinking that they could, could take on a black bear, like, no, you can't. Honestly, <laughs> that's like saying, like, you could take on like a giant pit bull. Like, you, you can't. You honestly can't. Right. right. Like, it's, it's pretty much impossible. Um, and then that's just a black bear. The next level up is a grizzly bear, which is a monster. Like, a grizzly bear is like a freaking monster, man. Like, like a grizzly bear is like weighs a thousand pounds. You think about that like that's 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 four times us you know four or five times like our i don't know our combined weight whatever we weigh you know what i mean like that is a grizzly bear is so giant and its strategy if yeah. it wants to kill something and eat it is to step on it and break it yeah. and rip it wow. apart with its and its claws are like two three inches long like like finding a grizzly bear would be like right. fighting a raptor in jurassic park like that's probably the closest thing you could think of <laughs> they're also insanely fast they're faster than you are and they can climb trees like that's basically like trying to fight a grizzly is that's basically what it'd be like trying to fight a raptor from jurassic park like you you have no chance so you have to make it not interested in you Luckily, I haven't been in too many of these situations and I wasn't on this trip, but that's basically like what bear safety is. A polar bear, polar bear is like on a different level. Like polar bear is like a two tons oh, and, it, and polar bears kill for fun. So you never want to encounter a polar bear ever in your oh, life. Shit. Like they they kill things because they think it's funny. Like they're the polar bears are they like, think the, the, it's funny. Like, <laughs> polar bears are kind of like the psychopaths of nature. Psychopath, like they're, they're, they have, they're the alpha. Nothing kills them. They don't give a shit. And they'll like, they'll kill seals for, for sport. <laughs> for sport Not yeah there's no polar bears i've never seen a polar bear you have um, to go pretty so, far north so you were on the water quite a bit so I, i've always mm -hmm. wanted to ask you this mm -hmm. uh because I, I saw a couple of recent videos in the caribbean somewhere where all these tourists go on a boat and the driver has no idea what he's doing and a whale like a wave just like knocks the whole boat over and everyone's in the water like dying yeah. what do you do with your phone do you lock it up in some kind of plastic like waterproof thing or because um, i've always thought yeah. all these people doing videos all the time someone always ends up in the water um and for me, I try and never bring my phone near water when I'm on vacation and stuff. It's really hard, though. When you're going on these tour boats, you want to get every, you know, but <clears throat> when they sink or when something happens, I'm always like, that's the first thing I think of. Yeah, you want to stay still be alive. But holy shit, all these cell phones just went down with the boat, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do with yours? When you said you put it away, but you put it in some kind of waterproof plastic or is it just hope I don't uh, go in? Especially on a yeah. canoe, man. So, so, so pretty, pretty accessible for that kind of stuff is a dry bag. Right, which is just like a long kind of plastic or like some kind of some kind of thick, you know, material bag that you then put your stuff in and then you seal it by rolling it like 10 times and you clasp it together. So that like you can dunk down in water, it's fine. So what we're doing, so basically the way this trip worked is that we were um canoeing across like we would canoe and then portage portage is where you carry your canoe on your shoulders basically oh, um to walk from one lake to the other normal um and and then we're staying at different campsites on this kind we're mm. do, kind of doing a circuit so um 
in those cases, yeah, like the stuff that I don't need unless it's like an emergency or that I don't need until the end of the trip, like wallet, phone, first aid kit, all that kind of stuff. That's in a dry bag, just stuffed to the bat- bottom of my backpack. Like it doesn't, that's stuff I'm like, I'm only going to need that. But usually when we're on the canoes, you kind of prepare all your gear so that all your really important stuff, like your dry clothes and your sleeping bag, um, because mine is a down sleeping bag. So if that gets wet, it's not drying for like a month. You want to have those in good sealed dry bags so that if in the unlikely event that your canoe does flip over, you mm. can recover our stuff and the stuff that's important will be dry. Right. So right. that's that's typically how you protect against that. The stuff you're talking about, like that's that's like, you know, casual tour stuff like this. People dropping their phones in the oceans like idiots. That's I don't, I don't know what you could do, but, get, get, uh, you know, for that. I mean, for us, like totally with that, you know, some guys brought their phones and had them out on the canoes. Um, and I think I did that at one point too, but, uh, otherwise I always had it like sealed up in something in a bag that can float. Right. Nice. That's the other thing too. It's not just keeping your say. phone. You, there's those tiny, there's also little pouches for your phone, right. That are kind of like a mini dry bag that just fits a phone and then you can roll it up and you can even take photos with it. Um, but that's also kind of a risk. You need a cord for that. You could drop that into the lake and it'll just sink and you'll never see it again. Mm. Right. So, um, yeah, a lot of different ways to prepare, but honestly, you don't really like flipping is a potential, but I don't really go on trips too much where you can flip like, we don't we don't go into like really insane water, let's put it. <laughs> um, but what I can tell you, since you probably want to know outside, we didn't see any bears. I didn't actually tell you anything about the trip. We didn't bring the gun either. Um, these trips often end up in spirit when we're planning them are like chill trips. We're like, this will be, you know, this will be chill. We'll have a good time. Let's bring a bunch of alcohol, you know, like let's have fun and just we'll spend a lot of time in nature just relaxing at the campsites, not worry too much about the canoeing. And the first day we took a ferry or we took a shuttle from the town because we had to go camp the first night in the town and then start uh, pick up the canoes at 8 a.m. and get a, get a guy in a van to drive us to the bottom of a lake, like drive us like an hour up a logging road. Um, and our, our shuttle driver's name was Chad. Chad was a nice guy. Chad hates hates Justin Trudeau, as you can imagine. Yes. Any small town, so any small town in Canada, ah. you know, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get that. Had some, had some. I don't know how it came up, but he had some extreme, ex, pretty extreme views. Uh, but anyway, otherwise, really nice guy. And um, <laughs> Chad was driving us there, and he obviously knows the canoe circuit really well. And he was like, when you he he told us about one portage that's called Cardiac Hill, and Cardiac Hill is a two kilometer like kilometer and a half stretch so just under a mile maybe a hill that goes that rises and descends about 200 meters so a couple hundred feet and you have to go on it to go to one of the lakes he's like that's about halfway through your route so that's pretty tough to do with a canoe the canoes weigh 70 pounds by the way so and they have if you ever seen a canoe in the middle you might wonder what that wooden part is right there's two canoe seats and in the middle there's kind of like a wooden part with a little rut in it that is is called a yoke and that's when you carry a canoe, one person carries it and they put that part on their shoulders. And that's why they have the big canoe kind of over their head. Um, anyways, trip starts, you know, guy drops us off. As soon as he drops us off, we don't even put the canoes in the water immediately. Like someone busts out like a vape and cigarettes and beers and everything. We're like, yeah, we're here. And we just, we just start getting freaking wasted on the shore without even getting in the canoe. Mom's going to love this. <laughs> that we drank beers and canoed. Um, and then, Hey, and then, did you, know, you have your we, life jacket on or what? We had life jackets. That's all that matters. Our they were in the continue. they were in the they were in the canoes um <laughs> <laughs> they were there uh and at times at times we had to wear them because the water did get choppy so more on that later so first day first day we do one lake we're chilling the water is glass you know it's beautiful we're just canoeing we're like wow it's so beautiful one guy busts out his little drone we're taking videos having a great time we get to the first portage it's like 700 meters right so we walk we're like oh we gotta carry all our shit yeah we're manly 
do the next lake and then we get to the campsite and we have like all day at this campsite you know maybe the, that traveling took us maybe four or five hours we had the rest of the day at the campsite we finish our beer <laughs> the beer was done by four o'clock the first day um which was good we had less of it to carry but you know a little extreme and we're chilling around this campsite all buddies we haven't seen each other in a long time we're having a good time and we're like all right you know, there's three more days. Tomorrow's going to be a hard day because we have to do this cardiac hill thing. But then but then everything aside that hill is going to be really chill. We're going to have a great time. Everything after that day was a suffer fest, was an absolute rigorous disaster. Oh, so no. we go to do this cardiac hill. It's an absolute freaking pain to carry these 70 pound canoes on our back. And then we do a 16 kilometer round trip on the next lake. And on the way back, we're into the headwind. So you're canoeing into the wind, which pretty much makes you move like freaking molasses. Like I can't even die and go in, in a canoe to begin with. Like yeah, I go Dude, in canoes without and headwind. And like and I can't the, yeah. paddle in the right direction. I always end oh, up like the, going sideways. And the waves that are hitting you, like the canoe is like slamming oh, in the front, like smash. And if you if you tack, if you turn or something like that, like you could easily flip. So we're, it takes us so long. We're like canoeing in the freaking into the wind, into the wind. We got to go back up Cardiac Hill, right? Oh. Which is absolute like murder like just absolute torture we get back to the campsite and then we calculate the next day's route and it turns out that the third day is like an insane day that we didn't really pay attention to where we ended up going through five lakes and four portages <laughs> so it's pretty much what we did that really hard day the second day like three times in a row and every single one of those five lakes we were paddling into the freaking wind. Oh. <laughs> so, oh. that, so no, that was that, pretty that's bad that's not my thing and then yesterday was the day we left and we had we had another long portage and one last giant lake, like an eleven kilometer lake to finish. And the lake, it's like the lake was trying to kill us. Like it was like it was like the tempest came down. Especially as we got closer to the end, the wind picked up. And like I'm not even kidding you, every stroke, like every wave that would hit the canoe, I was on the front of mine. And by that point, like the waves would hit me and get me wet. Like that's how big the waves were. Oh. Uh, so, it was, so it was a suffer fest. Everybody was in a lot of pain <laughs> through most of it. But uh, you know what can I say? Nothing like 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 Man. drinking a bunch of beer, finishing it all the first day, switching to hard liquor, and then just paddling paddling and portaging in a super painful way for three days with your buddies. That's that's what it's all about. That sounds okay. Like I, I I'm <laughs> now I'm <laughs> now all about adventure, and I've actually, you know, I was telling you this before we started recording that um, <clears throat> I was exploring Netflix a couple of weeks ago, and I saw a show on the earthquake that happened at Mount Everest. I think it was like mm. maybe, I don't know how long ago, but, um, and a bunch of people died at one of the main camps because it triggered a huge avalanche and you know, it wiped out a lot, a lot of people. I had not, I did not know anything about Mount Everest. I literally in my mind thought you could show up there at the base and like find your own way up and just like mm -hmm. go. I'm like, that's my kind of adventure. Mm -hmm. But after watching this documentary, Little did I know that first and foremost, it needs to be a guided adventure. Okay. Mm -hmm. You need to pay tens of thousands of dollars to even consider doing it. Yeah. Like to, yeah. For starters, that's not counting if you want to be like rescued off the mountain, like 80% do with helicopter, or if you're too tired to get back down after you get there, apparently you have to call the helicopter. You just wasted like another 20 grand. Okay. Um, but what, what, what really shocked me the most, apart from the fact that it's not just go up on your own and get there in like a few hours is that it takes weeks to get to the top. There's like five or six checkpoints or even more on yeah. the way up. Yeah. And the amount of people that die is like, I was like, okay, hold on. And so, you know what? I looked it up. 
I looked up deaths on Mount Everest because there's been a ton of them lately. It's been all over the news. There's they're like a record number this year for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. Falls, I understand. It gives you a reason why they died. And then it tells you if they retrieved the body. That's a scary part for me. Is that a lot of them? They never retrieved the body. It's called Rainbow Valley. And it's where it's where all the bodies are because they're wearing colorful clothes. Because outdoor outdoor jackets are colorful. So you can see people like that's why when you go to uh REI in the US or MEC here, wherever, like you get a big alpine jacket or whatever, it's bright yellow or bright orange or whatever, so that when you're lost in the mountain, people can find you. That's one. That's why you don't that's why you don't buy that kind of they apparently used old bodies as like landmarks too, apparently for like new hikers. But yeah, but yeah, but my the big shocker for me was that a lot of them die not from a fall. A fall, I understand. That's a risk you take anywhere you go. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. The 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 real shocker for me was that a lot of them die from illness. Like altitude. That's not something you can control. That's like rolling the dice when you go up there. And being like, I hope that doesn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you supposed to predict that? You, you, what? You're supposed to eat properly for a couple months before you go up there. Are you supposed yeah, to bring oxygen tanks? Yeah. Nothing you can do. So why the hell would I want to roll the dice and be like, I hope I am not mm-hmm. one of these people that are 40 years old. You look at the ages; they're like 20, 40. Doesn't matter. It's not old oh, geezers yeah. that are you know yeah. getting their lungs crushed up there, but they're yeah. all dying from illnesses. And, yeah. and some of them not retreat. I'm like, not retreat? When you die from an Okay, that's not how I want my end game to be, is not up there. I'd no. love to do it. And, and I do understand the old guys that go up there. That's like their final hurrah. They're like, if I die up here, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But for me, to, to, the fact that they all die from illnesses, hell no, man. Mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. I want it to be my fault that I died. Not just, mm-hmm. hey, play the odds. Maybe this, this won't happen. Right? Listen, if you climb, <laughs> if you go to Everest and you die, it's 100% your fault. <laughs> I don't care what happens. You went, all right? And despite all the documentaries, and you know it's like this tourist death trap, it's uh, your fault. <laughs> that's not anybody else's that's, fault. That's fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, yeah, it, altitude, it looks like a great adventure. Sickness, but damn. Altitude sickness is real. Yeah, and that's what people. It's really hard to grasp that concept because none of us have ever been at that height, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's no, there's no mountains around here you can climb where you simulate the the height of midpoint of in Everest, right? Like, it's so far. The Himalayas are so far beyond any other mountains on Earth. So, um, but yeah, altitude sickness. Like, you can't eat or sleep, or or you have like insane headaches. You can't think. So it's easy for even the most experienced person, healthy person, to make a mistake, right? Um, yeah, Everest is not on my list. Like I do not have a desire to do that kind of stuff. I stay away from the more day, even around here, people do a lot of Alpine, like they'll climb snowy mountains in the winter. They'll do ski touring, all that kind of stuff. Like I have zero desire to die in an avalanche or, or anything else or fall in a crevice or anything. So I stay away from that kind of stuff. Um, and, and yeah, but it's, yeah, in general, I think the wilderness is, is, I think maybe the way to approach it, because it sounds like something that, you know, you're really keen on. And I think a lot of other uh, other people are, might, might be getting into it, especially through pandemic. Right. Is that as you do more and more, as you push your comfort zone more, mm-hmm. I think it's really important to keep it gradual. It's like, you know, don't don't bite off too much and just make sure you're always disciplined on your like safety, telling people where you're going, you know, like that movie, the guy who cut his arm off. Right. Like, remember that guy stuck under the rock? James Franco played him in the movie. Remember 127 hours where he like falls yes, in a canyon in Utah. Right. That guy didn't tell anybody what he was doing that day. Mm-hmm. Right. And this guy's going for right. a hike in like these dangerous canyons. Didn't tell a single freaking person where he was going, what he was doing. Didn't bring enough water. Didn't bring any any like a, a satellite phone or anything like that. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? And that guy's mm-hmm. super experienced, but he was he he took for granted how good he was at it. 
and didn't realize that like literally you can just slip and be in an incredibly dangerous situation. And by all means, that guy should have freaking died, man. That guy should have died. A lot mm-hmm. of people died doing exactly what that guy did, but he's a freaking freak and he cut his arm off. Like that's the way he escaped death was cutting his arm off. Like they weren't close to finding him. Like they, he just had to cut his arm off and run, run, just run to other people. Like, unless you're ready to do that, you can just die. So be careful. Yeah, if you uh, if you want to do that kind of stuff, but wow. otherwise, please go do it. It's tons of fun. It's one of the best times ever to do it. There's so much gear. There's such a good culture for it. So, um, highly recommend it. Just wow. Be careful doing dangerous things like you know standing on cliffs for an Instagram photo. That's that's also a way that people die. And oh ridiculous. man, that's exactly what I did when I went to Tobermory. Like I was like, let me push it a little extra and be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it's so it's so tempting, right, to get like a cool photo or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's some pretty scary stuff. Like a couple of years ago here in BC, like a couple of influencers died trying to take a photo in a waterfall, like up in Squamish. There's kind of like this mm. nice hike, and there's a really cool like waterfall spot that you can kind of walk to the to the start of it. But then otherwise, like a waterfall that goes off a cliff kind of thing, and it kind of has different levels. And like they put the they got the girl to go stand there and take yeah. photos, and they're taking That's photos ridiculous. of her, and it's these three like influencers, and it was the same guy. Their their channel was called High on Life. And they'd already gotten in trouble in the States a couple years before that for driving across across the salt flats in Utah, which is like federally protected, like right. agriculture land, like you're not agriculture, but like preserved, like you can't drive your car on the salt flats, it destroys them. So they, they had gone to jail in the US for doing that. And then a couple years later, they're here back in Canada, taking photos, the girl went to stand on the waterfall, like at the edge of the cliff thing, take cool photos, she slipped was hanging on one guy went in to get her he slipped started to get sucked away in the waterfall the next guy went to grab him all three of them went fucking died so Ridiculous, man. yeah so you're really really conscious with that stuff right but otherwise if you are you know i highly recommend everybody to go have so much fun outdoors there's so much accessible great stuff it, i think in every pod just at least north america europe wherever you're listening from like there's so much stuff you can do out there um and it's and it's really fun to discover so i highly recommend it just be super careful because it's the thing you don't expect is what it was what can get you. And for the love of God, please do not call it touching grass. I beg you, <laughs> don't say that. Okay, yeah. we've already gone over this. The GMs and all that stuff that is done with. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, touching grass one GM. always bothered me. I was like, what the hell, touching mm-hmm. grass? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it, I get the expression, mm-hmm. and I, I thought it was all right for like a week, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, no, I'm never gonna use that. So, anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't please don't call it touching grass. But yeah, did we, you should get out there. We, it, it does we, do a lot. Of did we do any extreme trips as kids? Like we went camping. I remember holding a frog. Did we do? Did we ever do? Like we went to Banff once, right? So I remember seeing a porcupine. We did. And a thinking porcupine. that was kind of oh dangerous, God. right? Like I remember um, doing that Lake Louise hike in Banff, one of the most beautiful places you could ever go in the world. It's the top destination in Canada if you can ever make it. Lake Louise and and Banff in Alberta, wonderful. Uh, but that's. We did that, but Phil, did we do anything else that was ever like like kind of dangerous as a family? No, what, we no. don't bring your family to dangerous places. You know? <laughs> I don't. Some people I don't, do, man. Some people I do guess. crazy I mean, stuff with their kids. The only adventure I would love to go on, and I don't know if I'd bring my kids. Is I would love to go find um, mountain goats. I've always said, mm. okay, I've got an obsession mm-hmm. with mountain goats because the pictures I've always seen, LG, and if you look it up on mm-hmm. on 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 Google, it confirms it. Mm-hmm. But mountain goats. They hang on the side of mountains, like oh, on a tiny those. little ledge, and yeah. they spend their entire lives there. Because if they move, they die. I don't even know how they get mm-hmm. there, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Um, and I'd love to go see that for myself. But back to your question, as kids, that band trip to Alberta, Canada, I think was probably the closest we've come to like extreme. Mm-hmm. There was a yeah. lot of wildlife. Like you said, the wildlife would have been the issue because 
right outside of some of the hotels we stayed, you'd come out. And I remember one time mm-hmm. in, a, in that tiny little town we stayed in, someone was screaming that the mama bear and her cubs were in the town and everyone's running. Right. Like the apocalypse was happening. Right. Waterton. Yeah. Waterton. And then all the Waterton. tourists were heading towards it. And the yeah. locals were like flying away. And it was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a little dicey. Right? <laughs> always so. the tourists are going to run to the wildlife. They're always going to go. Try There's a mom and her cubs. Where, where, where? Like, where? They're like full speed running towards it. It's like, uh, okay. You go on, here are the goats. Here are the goats you're talking about. These are the goats. Okay, These right there. Fucking dudes, man. Okay, this dude. is like some crazy shit. Like we need this to, is, this is the kind of thing where it's like, insane, we need man. to learn more lessons from nature. You know what I mean? Like we're looking for answers to life. Like how do we become better climbers? Like what's wrong with our body? or whatever we just need to look at nature like look at this freaking look what this dude look at this what, what is he look doing at this guy why though why why does this he want to live and, his and, life like this anybody who's listening audio only i'm not even going to post the link because you just have to type in just mountain google. goat mountain goat ledge into google it's going to tell you everything you need to know like what this guy is doing like you know you've seen that you've seen a you ever see free solo is the guy who climbs el capitan in, in yellowstone um or uh no in yosemite in california by him like in one shot with no ropes it's 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 a phil you should watch that next it's it's insane um like this guy does one of the most difficult climbs in the world basically like rock climbs with no ropes and he's has and he quits at one point and starts again because he had too much anxiety these goats basically do this through their entire lives like from the second they're born that's look look what's happening they're lying vertical against a flat 90 degree wall like that makes zero like what's this guy doing Okay, what, I don't. Who's taking this? There. Or, but, yeah, I had this argument on a spaces. I don't think you were on the spaces. One of the random ones I did at night, and our good friend Gina came on the spaces and started fighting oh, with Gina. me about yeah. this. Okay, because I brought these up, and she claims that they sit there and they like lick the minerals on the mountain. That's not true. Mm-hmm. They're literally mm-hmm. eating the rocks. That's all they have mm-hmm. to eat. Okay, mm-hmm. but these animals, they hang on like they're they're stuck mm-hmm. on the mountain. They do not move from there like their whole lives because if they move, they die. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of life that is, and I don't know why any animal or any living being would want to be put in that predicament. But they literally stand there, have to eat the rocks beside them, and yeah. at one point they're just like, "F it, I'm out of here," and they just, I guess, jump off. Okay, right? so so here's another example of how like freaking metal uh, nature is: is that because these goats. Um, yeah, they, they're they're herbivores. They don't they don't they don't eat small animals or anything like that. But they have predators, right? And obviously, it's really hard for like a bear or a cougar. Maybe a cougar could get them, or like a mountain lion. Oh, man. Sure, because they, they they're good at that stuff. But one of their predators are eagles, like bald eagles. <laughs> and I'm going to show you a video that shows you how absolute insane nature is. Your discretion eagle, is advised. It's an eagle dragging a goat off a cliff. To throw it to its death so that it can then eat its body. Here you go. The eagle comes in, grabs a goat by the back legs. The goat's just screaming, defenseless, like a young goat. Drags him, drags his leg oh off a cliff, God. and there goes oh. the goat. He's falling. Boom! Jesus slams the goat. Christ. Drags him oh, into a mountaintop, dead. and then the goat just falls. Dead. Like the camera's zooming out, you can't even see the goat land. It just oh falls like thousands of feet. And then just rolls down a hill. And the eagle's gonna go down there and pick up the Smart. pieces and be like, "Wow, this is yummy! I can't eat eat some of this." That's how that's how nuts nature is. Is that eagles eagles figured that out? <laughs> they were like, "I this thing's way too big for me," but you know what? I think I'll just drag it off a cliff and wow. you know get me some dinner. Can, so can, that's how extreme. Can you stuff tell? Is. Can you? Can everyone listening tell that we are at a point in sports and NFTs right now? Both. <laughs> Where things are extremely slow. 
to the point where we've spent the first 40 minutes of this show talking about nature and, and mountain goats getting killed in the bush. And th- I don't know. I feel like that, that would be interesting. I think to people I, based I, on I, yeah. the lack of anything happening right now. There's I, I would say that that's the, call, saying that the show is about sports NFTs at this point is a bit of a stretch. I would say that this is that's a show over. about you just, you and I just as brothers talk about like whatever's going on in our lives, talk about nostalgia. And then we're at some point for some reason that makes zero sense. We talk about a really specific part of sports gambling, which is NFTs. Like, but otherwise it makes zero sense for us to even be talking about NFTs other than that that's where it started, which is told, I'm very fine with that. I think there'll be cool stuff on the way, but I, I, I like this format. I kind of like chilling. And you know what, Phil? On my canoe trip, there was one of the guys who says he loves listening to the show, that he listens to oh. it all the time. This guy doesn't give a shit about NFTs. Doesn't, does not care at all. He trades really? stocks. But oh. he's like, man, I love you and your brother, man. It's so good. So we, we, we I think this is this is a show for the. It's turning into a show for the everyman. Honestly, this is this is for everybody. Sitting at work. Yeah, and we'll talk. Wow. We, you know, we're talking nature safety, right? We're talking uh, extreme animals. Oh, this is good stuff. This is this is this is broad broad ranging stuff that people want to you know maybe have a little chat about. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I I like it. But okay, so we didn't do any trips uh, as a kid. Uh, speaking of first mint, actually, Phil. How how was your how is your time as the first mint's Twitter manager? I, I feel like it's not what everyone expected it to be. So <laughs> when that announcement was made, I feel yeah. like the perception was I was going to take this thing over mm-hmm. and you know go bonkers, but that didn't exactly happen. So first and foremost, the four or five days you were gone went by in my mind like it was like a day or two. <laughs> um, I was really really busy, and I did make this comment in our Discord. I said, you know. Um, unfortunately I'm like so busy the first day I didn't even have a chance to post anything and, and I struggled and I understand your struggle with finding stuff to post um, but then of the four or five things I posted I did not p- expect people to like the last one as much as they did <laughs> like I don't know what it is that triggered people about spending an afternoon all alone okay I had to make sure to write all alone <laughs> You can't bring your girlfriend. You can't bring anybody else. It's just you and this person. Mm -hmm. And I asked people who they would spend an afternoon with on a yacht. And it like triggered people, man. And the answer, hold on. Just for people listening, Phil posted, and this is yesterday on Sunday. You get to spend, this is 10 a.m. And, and, you know, I've analyzed our metrics, Phil. Sundays, first mint posts do terribly. Like, we've just never been able to be successful on Sundays, unless it's like shocking news, which we don't have anymore. I thought about that. I'm like, wait a minute. 1 p.m. on a Sunday, my time? This is this is probably gonna but the content, but when the content is good, Phil, it rises above. So Phil's <laughs> Phil posted this on question. You get to spend the the afternoon completely alone on a yacht with one of these guys. Who's your pick? And the the uh options were Gary Vanerchuk, Roham from Dapper, <laughs> Donald Trump, and Logan Paul. Or is that Jake? I don't which one is Jake. Some people Jake. said Logan. Okay. That's Jake. I don't know. I, I don't I honestly don't know the difference. I think. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that's Jake. I don't that's I don't know Jake. which one fights. But anyways, that's what the, the, the Paul brother who's a fighter who thinks he's a boxer. They both fight and, though. They both fight. Okay, They're both well, very good. Fight. But yeah, that this is the one. This is Jake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Jake. Yeah. 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 I was exactly. shocked by the reaction, man. People went mm-hmm. bonkers. Oh, people went absolutely insane. Like, man. This was this was good. This was really good. Like Roham, first of all, okay. You never find anyone say anything good about him ever anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just not mm-hmm. cool to say anything good. Mm-hmm. I would say the majority picked him. 
Mm-hmm. Like they, the majority picked him to hang out. I mean, some of them were just joking, but yeah. some felt that they would get more out of him than they would mm-hmm. anybody else. I was also well, surprised by the amount that picked Donald Trump for the same reasons. They mm-hmm. felt that they could only have an educated conversation with one of those two. And I'm like, hold on. Is that how people see Gary Vee? Like, do they see him the way I do? I don't know. I wasn't trolling when I put that. But it <laughs> feels know, like people do, yeah. man. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's not for everybody, those kinds of things. That's um, what I've learned over the years, right? You, you know, okay, well, hold on. I have a lot of comments. One, one we're going to read some of the comments here because <laughs> oh, oh uh, it's pretty good and, and to, to corroborate what you're saying. The other thing I'll say and I don't mean this towards Gary Vee, I just mean this in general, is that typically I found that often whatever you think about somebody mm-hmm. is likely what most people, other people That's think crazy, about them. Whether it's a celebrity or it's even someone you know, like someone at work or someone in your social circles, like typically your opinion, your impression Very of that true. person is, mm-hmm. is shared. And and obviously there's some people that are polarizing, right? Like someone like a Gary Vee, or obviously <laughs> Donald Trump, like, like, you know, whatever, like that everyone has, you know, people are going to be on either side of a line that exists, but at least typically you'll have one of two opinions, but there's not, there's less a broad range of opinions. So even someone like a Gary Vee, either you're like us and you're like, well, you know, he's, he's kind of this like motivational hustle porn gremlin guy. Um, and he's not our cup of tea, but then there's other people who are like, he's the fucking best and I'm going to pay for every single one of his NFTs. I got to love him forever, <laughs> but there's not, there's very few middle opinions once you, once you, once you consume his content. So that's all I'm going to say. So whatever I was going to put has, I don't think you'll be there, alone. Like, nah, you know what? People are just going to pick Hasbula. They think he's a <laughs> cute wants, little like doll. Hasbula yeah, is hilarious, but nobody wants to spend an afternoon on a yacht with that guy. <laughs> like there's no chance unless, unless it's, it's Mike Tyson who in that video yeah. treats him like, yeah, I don't know if you ever, like seen, you ever seen this video. Five year old. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, let's pull that up first. So let's look at that before the response is now that is, off track. That's one of the greatest is, videos. He actually so, doesn't know Hasbula's age. Like he has no yes, idea. Yes. So Hasbula, it's a little uh for anybody who doesn't know, Hasbula, you've definitely seen this guy as like a meme. Is Hasbula is this guy, uh he's this Russian guy who's like 21 years old. Uh, I, I don't remember the name of the disease that he has, but it pretty much um it's like some some form of like dwarfism where he he looks like a four-year-old chubby kid. And you've seen him in a bunch of memes. Um, and he's actually signed. He went on like a huge press tour last year or this year in the U.S. where he like signed a big deal with the UFC to be one of their promoters. Yeah. Uh, and then also like hung out with all these celebrities that uh, uh, what are those? The Nelk brothers, right? Nelk boys. Oh, yeah. He hung out with them. Yeah. And then he hung out with Mike Tyson. And I'm just going to roll this where, um, you know, he obviously knows who Mike Tyson is. And but where. Mike Tyson doesn't know who he is clearly because he treats Hasbula the way that he would treat him if he was what he looked like, like he's a four-year-old child. So let's watch creepy. the clip. Let's watch the bullet. Here we go. Here we, go. Both we got the sound. So Hasbula is trying to trying to punch Tyson. Tyson's dodging I, it. I don't like see a anything boxer. or hear anything, LG. Oh, you it's can't, frozen. You, it's frozen for me. Oh. Okay, it's frozen. Okay, hold on. Let yeah, me try that. I don't again. hear or see anything. No, it's not working. Okay, let me let me try that again. It's so good. It's like, but even if he thought he was a little kid, like, is that appropriate to do to a little child these mm-hmm. days? Like, we we right, we, we get his intentions, and maybe we don't. But okay, all right. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Here we go. There we go. You hear it? Yeah. <laughs> 
So like, he's trying to he's, try, like, he's trying to hit. <laughs> he's trying to punch Tyson. But Tyson's like dodging it, and then he's actually hitting him. Like Hasbula, oh, he doesn't care. <laughs> and then and then Tyson. He's so, hell, so Tyson, people listening, I'll put the link in the in the comments. That's uh, Tyson then grabs him and turns him around and, and like pick like bear hugs him onto his lap, and then starts like kind of like like kissing his neck <laughs> which is what you would do with a child no. you know what i mean like you'd grab no, ma- no it would you no, would do that, but you would do with your own child let's say you yes, know what i mean like a little you're playing only. a little kid and you're like ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like because you're like oh like i'm tickling them you know and that's like something you do with like a two-year-old yes, right and a two-year-old you know incredibly well yes. like incredibly well like it's your own kid it's your niece or your nephew or it's a kid you hang out with like all the friggin' time you know what I mean? Like it's an extreme level of comfort. These two have never met here. It's paused framed here. And Tyson is like kissing uh, him. Like he's tickling him. And Tyson is holding his arm. <laughs> like God, so he doesn't get punched again. Yeah. Abuse, okay? yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Hasbula looks messed up, and then Tyson Tyson puts his hand up for a high five, like Hasbula is two years old. So, so let's be honest though, Mike Tyson actually dodged a massive bullet here. He did. Had that been a real five year old child and not his or someone he knows, (laughs) that kind of kissing and like holding from behind and weird stuff like that, you'd be in big big trouble. You know, you're not the the Dalai Lama that was licking people's tongues and stuff and can get away with that. So that was also disturbing. But mm-hmm. but I don't know if the, if the, to me that's disturbing. He thought that it was a little kid. Um, yeah, he's yeah. Nobody cute. told him. Wow. I think the problem. Dude. Nobody told him in advance like what what was actually going on. So but I think I then, think that, that was yeah. I don't know. He needs he needs Lord. a better like PR manager or something <laughs> like that to like give him a heads up <laughs> when he's actually like dealing with you know, a real child <laughs> and not, or no, he's not, not versus like an actual grown man. Anyways, anyways, uh, Phil, that was a fantastic post on Twitter. That was the, that was the end of that. I don't know how we got on top that was of the end of Bula, that. but that was a great post all the way back to, <laughs> um, you know, who would you spend an afternoon on a yacht with? Some of the answers were completely Trump, alone, completely alone. Trump for sure. V is too creepy. Roham is a lie. And Paul is annoying. At least <laughs> Trump is funny. Oh my uh, God. Roham only because of the caveat completely alone with. I feel he would be the one to stop trying to engage with me the soonest while I try and enjoy my time on the yacht. Another answer. And Trump is probably the least arrogant of the three with a, Ooh, with a, with wow. a crying laugh face. <laughs> wow. Shots fired at, I don't know, everybody? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's pretty that's good. That's crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Phil, you had you had some other good posts. Hold on, let's look at let's look at. I feel I feel I'll G right back to that though. I feel like Donald Trump. It's weird because I I've never hidden the fact that I like him. I don't agree with mm-hmm. everything he says and does. I don't agree with his delivery sometimes and all mm-hmm. that. But I do like him because you know me. I love entertainer, mm-hmm. and he for me he is like the number one entertainer on the planet. But mm-hmm. I feel like what you said earlier is true. I feel like a lot of people actually like him. Um, but they're either too afraid to say it or they just don't want to back his chaos because again, the way he does things is just like, it's so messy. Right. Um, and it's kind of not cool to like him, but I've grown to know over the last, or I've come to know over the last four years now that he's an actually popular guy, no matter what people say. All right. A lot of people hate him and I totally understand it, but people like the guy. And I think it has to do with the entertainment value he's brought over the years. 
Um, and it reflected in the votes a couple times mm-hmm. now with elections that, mm-hmm. you know, we thought it was a joke the first time he ran. We're like, oh, what a joke. This freaking guy, this billionaire mm-hmm. from TV is like, what, what a joke. Mm-hmm. And then he, mm-hmm. and then not only does he win, but you know, he came close to the, the second time. So um, Bill, I think listen, there's a hit. Listen, hit the- you know who paved the way for Trump? <laughs> you know who paved the way? He's also one of your faves and he's not with us anymore. It's Rob Ford, the mayor of Toronto. Oh, but same thing. Because right? Rob yes. Ford was one of the first people who was like a high in office person. Mm-hmm. And then terrible news came out about him. For Rob Ford, it was that there's a video of him smoking crack <laughs> with a gang. <laughs> like, and it's and he didn't really he like denied it, but it was pretty obvious that it was true because it was from the Toronto Star, a reputable source, and like a whole story about the journalist getting in a in a car with the gang members and they showed her the video because I know they're trying to extort Rob Ford. And even when the video came out and it was clear that it was him and everything, he continued on. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to resign. And he was one of the first people to have like a, a an absolutely berserk PR scandal and just say, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to stay in office and you literally can't make me leave uh, unless you you know go through all the impeachment stuff. And that I feel like that was like five years maybe before the Trump election. I feel like that paved the way. Because obviously Trump, you know, one of the you know, one of the a lot of things happened in that time. But uh, some other, you know, nasty old videos came out of him. <laughs> but the part where he's like, whatever. Like that was so like up until that point, everybody was like cancel culture. Oh, you, you know, you said fuck while you were at a press conference. You have to step down. Like, you know, all these insane things that was it was too extreme. And that was like he became the champion of like, oh, you 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 have some dark past. You have to leave. And he's like, I'm going to stay. And I think that 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 was, you know, he he couldn't have done that without Rob Ford. Um, And probably the part where he didn't care is what won him a lot of votes. And politics is also like it's a popularity contest. You know, it's 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 awful. But at the end of the day, as much as politicians put together good and terrible platforms and live, you know, keep the promises, don't keep the promises, all that kind of stuff. Like people, people at the very core just kind of vote on like who they kind of vibe with, honestly. And um, that's how you see some very shocking election results sometimes. (laughs) And I don't necessarily disagree. Like that's kind of how we're wired. Like people don't, I don't know anybody maybe a handful of people who before an election actually go and read the platforms of the candidates in their writing or in Nobody. their county or whatever. Like, yeah, no, it's just, nah, it's nah, just, nah. it's a design that doesn't necessarily work in the modern world. I don't know what works better for democracy, but it's, it, it's, it's a little challenging, but um, I'm glad you put Trump in there. Yeah, it's good. It's good. One clearly, you clearly still people rather Trump than, than the rest of these guys. It's wild to me, but one thing you overlooked LG is the amount of people who <laughs> asked if they could jump off the boat at any point and like that was actually a serious question by many is can we just bail on the boat like are we in the middle of shark infested waters or can we get back to shore because i would jump over rather one person wrote one person wrote can i die instead (laughs) (laughs) see so um yeah that that's some pretty wild i i don't know who would you pick lg like who would you want to like man like if you had to pick one Guys, and spend five hours just you and him launched. Oh, into it's a five-hour trip. It's a five-hour afternoon. Spend the afternoon. Yeah, I guess yes. like one till you know twelve till five, one till six, kind of yes. thing. Um, you know, I would probably also go Trump. <laughs> Let me be honest with you. Like that's <laughs> that's insane. the person I'm. I'd be out of everybody there. I'm. I'd be most curious to see what he's like when he's just one on one. Honestly, because I think what? I think a lot of it. You know, a lot of it's for show. Gary V, like Gary V, would just stare at his phone the whole fucking time, and then just make self like <laughs> selfie videos where he looks like he hasn't slept in like ten years, and he's like, "If you're not fucking hustling all the time, what the fuck are you doing?" You know, pull that shit. 
Roham, I spent an hour with Roham once. Like, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I, I, I've hung out with him. I feel like I get him and I'm good. The Paul brothers is awful. Like, he, he'd probably just yeah. try and do all these stunts and get all these women on to show how cool he is. Like, it's too much. <laughs> so Trump, like Trump, Trump, out of all these guys, Trump is probably most used to being on a yacht. Right. That's nothing new for him. So he won't like be trying to, you know, make content out of the experience or anything like that. Um, so so I, I would I would go Trump. Trump would be my top and probably Gary Vee would be my last. <laughs> so then so that Roham and, and Paul are in the middle there. There, there were not there weren't too many women answering that post i noticed that i, I, I didn't find i don't think <laughs> well, I found they're all dudes they put all dudes right you know um, they don't want to go with any of these well guys. i thought that maybe one would be like you know maybe jake paul's cute i like to take him out to the no, water uh trump you'd, you'd have to be worried about that uh may same with <laughs> gary v and maybe the other two so yeah but but what did you think of the choice of pictures that were used some some okay, people really, ask me why really really want to talk about why roham was the only one who got like kind of a decent picture out of these what is this photo of roham where did you get this so it's like roham's standard like linkedin shot which doesn't really look like him as much anymore but where he's like just wearing this nice white dress shirt he's like it does look, yeah it, I'd, I'd say roham looks more uh like he's been to war Let's put it that way. Like we all, everybody in crypto, if you take a photo three years ago versus now, we all look like we like just went to World War One and we're the, one of the only survivors. Okay, so this is clearly a photo of Roham. Like, oh, we're about to launch NBA Top Shot. You know, three years ago today, let's go take some nice headshots. That's what this photo of Roham is. Uh, but it has this like sparkly star background. How did you do that? Did you do that? I didn't do you that. Find that. No, no, I found. How did you somewhere. find that? I I was looking for a bad picture of him, but there aren't too many out there. And actually, I used to have a picture that someone's was circulating from him on a private jet, like devouring a watermelon. Do you remember that one mm-hmm. where he's in the background on the, on the private jet with the genies? You mean guys? genies guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Destroying his food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Murdering. Whatever he's, he's like sushi or water. Yeah, exactly. And like, but then people would not the guy, know who that is. The so. guy from genies to like, it's like the most unflattering photo of Rohan you could ever imagine. It's like from the side and he's like, his like neck is like re- retreating, like his chin's retreating into his neck and he's like trying to eat this thing. The whole the guy fork from, is the guy from mouth. Genies is like this will be hilarious to post on social media. Yeah, like he's like he's literally deep throating a piece of watermelon is what he's doing okay? Whoa, for whatever okay, reason. Yeah. The whole we go. half the fork <laughs> is in his throat. Anyways, so so Roham, that's all I could find. That, and and I had to have it where people know who that is. Um, Gary V, he put that picture out there, so I didn't go looking for anything. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was one of the first things that showed up. And then and then the Donald, that's like one of my favorite pictures of him. Mm-hmm. The ones where he's like, that's like a big like fuck yeah pick, you know like. Um, but I was surprised by the amount of people that actually there was two or three responses LG where they mm-hmm. said, I only know one of these four people. I have mm-hmm. no clue who the hell the other three are. Mm-hmm. Who do you think they were referring to? I would say Donald Trump, obviously. Right. I think, I don't think, I don't think Paul is as known as people think. He's not. He's actually, not. I don't you're think right. so. Yep. Yeah. I think like if you're in sports and you follow sports off, that's about it. Then, or, but he's or, or he's still like just like honestly, I think in general, like at the end of the day, like Jake Paul is still just a YouTube influencer, just trying to trying to punch above his weight. No pun intended, oh. but intended to. Like I think he's just he hasn't done anything honestly. LG is like, gonna get just, the contract now from Jake Paul's agent. Yeah, he wants to fight <laughs> LG. I'm Famous, not gonna fight. Wants to I, fight I, another if influencer. Can, if I can get equal training time that he's had. And 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 not and you know be rich off NFT scams like he is and and you know drink scams, uh, then yeah I'll happily take that fight if I get the same wow. advantage he does and I'll beat the shit out of him 100. I'll win I'll win that fight. Uh, but yeah I think I think Gary and you know another person that nobody knows 
is Gary Vee. You'd be surprised how few hell, people man. know who that guy is. I don't. You didn't know who he was before you. I had no clue. No clue. I think you step out. He's only in crypto. He's only known in crypto because he was there That's early. And then otherwise, unless like the only way you knew who Gary Vee was before crypto is if you're the kind of person who spent like four hours a week on LinkedIn reading like <laughs> uh, like hundreds of motivational quotes, uh, trying to get yourself pumped up to start a business while you work at your shitty job and reading reading books like, you know, how to unfuck yourself and like, uh, you know, the t- 12 ways of ha- good habits to hustle other people or whatever the fuck those are. Like, that's the only way you know about Gary Vee <laughs> before that is if you, if you like, <laughs> I if you, who. if you, you know, it's kind of like, he's kind of like a, he's kind of like the gremlins, Tony Robbins, honestly, if you know who Tony Robbins is, right? It's the motivational guru from like 25 years ago. That I knew. That's, that's, that that's kind of like, that's Gary Vee saw that and was like, you know, what we need is not as muscular or like big and handsome kind of guy. I think it'll be better. If I look like I haven't slept in 10 years and I have a backwards hat on and I speak in a raspy voice, but Gary V, I will say tons of respect for him. He does. He, he's incredibly freaking good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Who would you say? Actually, here's a question for you, Phil. Out of those four guys, Gary V, Roham, Donald Trump and Jake Paul, who is the best at what they do? Um, well, for me, oh man, well, it's not Roham because he's obviously rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And, you know, yeah. he was a popular option. I was actually shocked yeah. people picked him because yeah. he, he he took so much flack after that, that AMA and all that, that I'm like, man, yeah. nobody, nobody likes this guy, but you yeah. had half the people saying they would go spend the, an afternoon on the yacht with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Jay, I, I have to go with Jake Paul because Jay, you said, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard though, because they all have their own way of, kind of not Rohan, but the other three, they're kind of irrelevant, but they, they found a way to kind of keep themselves relevant. Um, what for, you know, right and wrong reasons, Jake Paul should be a nobody. Okay. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If you were to ask people, which fight they're the most excited about mm-hmm. in, in everything combined, UFC and boxing for the upcoming year, mm-hmm. they'll usually pick the Jake Paul fight. Jake mm-hmm. Paul fight will be top three. Jake Paul mm-hmm. versus Nate Diaz will be one of the mm-hmm. most anticipated it's and true. watched fights yeah. in yeah. 2023. Why, though? Like, who is this guy? He just mm-hmm. lost. But mm-hmm. does it matter? No, it doesn't. Because I think, I, I, yeah. He's I learned think... kind of, he knows how to keep himself relevant. Yeah. Uh, and, and and it's hard. That That's unbelievable to me, right? Like, now these got, they've got these drinks that have taken off. These prime, prime drinks. Prime. Out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, like, drink of the UFC. Yeah. Like nobody needed another energy drink. Nobody mm-hmm. needed another Gatorade type drink. But mm-hmm. somehow they mm-hmm. found a way to have every kid on the planet mm-hmm. looking for this drink. And, and they're still looking for it. And guess how much they cost? Like three, four bucks at the store, man. Oh, like, yeah. What is that? What? Phil, right? Phil, so, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, but there's breaking news. Yes. And we actually have a special guest who's joining us right Shut now up. on the podcast are you ready no, I'm please ready. welcome back to the first mint what? arsenic how the hell did you know we were on hold on is this thing live on youtube no it's I not it's not live on youtube so how did he know <laughs> I he had I just had to tell him, man. I he's on to talk about uh, the first ever shitcoin oh on Flow. He's gonna yes. tell us all about it. But also, Phil, I didn't want to. Phil told me specifically before we started recording. He's like, "Don't tell me anything is happening on the show today." So I, I never tell me. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so you had so, this plan? He didn't just hit you up, be like, "Bring me on the show." No, 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 no. We oh, talked. Honestly, we oh, planned maybe. it for like ten minutes there before was no the show. Plan. 
there's oh, no plan. There's no plan. I was like, if you can make it, make it. Because for people that don't know, there's a there's a shitcoin, which shitcoins have been very popular for the last like month and a half. Oh, and yeah. Ethereum in They're general. Back. They're but back. there's finally one on flow. And <laughs> Arsenic is clearly behind it. Even though today I was asking him like a million questions. I'm like, what's up with the shitcoin? He keeps trying to get us to promote on First Mint. And I was like, you know what? Just come on the podcast and we can grill the shit out of you on it. Uh, and you can tell and you can promote your shitcoin as much as you want. But also, Phil, I figured it'd be a good treat to have one of our first ever podcasts it's guests, true. Uh, join us for a quick segment. Uh, during a, a pre-recorded show, you know, because we don't do these live anymore. <laughs> no, but also one of the most popular live shows we've ever done, LG, oh, was man. the live show where Arsenic was revealing to his wife, Julie, <laughs> the value of his Top Shot account. Now, whether yeah. we want to talk about that now, Arsenic, or not, we probably don't. Well, there's a lot to say there because Arsenic a lot has been selling a lot of his Top yes, Shot Actually, account. we need yeah. an update well, on that. Yeah. We got to get to that. Oh, that's, that's, and, and he's saying it's to invest in other projects. And just so, somehow at the same time, the shitcoin comes out, put two and two together. You get to, I, he's getting a little nervous. Ar Arsenic hasn't said a word yet. He's been staring at us for like three minutes no, already. You guys well. In his Lambo, he's waiting. In his Lambo, yeah, oh, in his I'm Lambo. Fascinated. I'm fascinated that that show is still the one of the most popular one. You guys oh, had. of course, man. People were dying to see the reaction, and they're dying to see what would happen to you after that. Um, but we should but do another one changed. with. with <laughs> we should do another one with with how much its value right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do. I think we should do an auction, a live auction for your moments. You auction them off to people. <laughs> If anybody shows Hope you up, a lot. yeah, exactly. Wow, Arsenic, okay. what's up, man? What are you? Yeah, why are up, you? Dude? Tell us about where you are right now. What this car is you're in? Why you're wearing a big pink sweatshirt, man? Like, tell us, tell us how your life's going. And we need a hockey. Yeah, I'm in, in my in midlife crisis, I guess, with my pink shirt. That's what my wife told me at least. That's so good. No, um, yeah, I'm, I was on my way to get the kids, but I had to stop to. Uh, to get on with you guys uh and what what i'm up to uh hockey we lost in final unfortunately but wow uh, oh yeah because this time last year we got a picture of you with the trophy we didn't get anything <laughs> this year we got a boat <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that lg set up oh. is it lg or you phil that set up the pope with, with me and uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah that's no, right no, 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 that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah, Phil. Yeah, the pop with the with arson. It was arsenic's photo. Yeah, yeah for yeah, some yeah, reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, that was me for sure. There's no way. LG like oh, he, he gave me he gave me the power to set one up. He's like, just do this one one time. So I come up with something cool. And you had just sent us the picture. I'm like, oh, this is going on there, hundred percent. I wonder how many of those were minted, man. That thing's rare. I think it's like I don't know. Yeah, it can't be too many. Yeah. Here okay, it is. so on. what I else? The, hold on, wait. Oh, I here have we the go. Up here it is. Here it is. This is the POAP from last year. It's almost a year ago, Arsenic. It's from May 25th, 2021. That's what I mean. Oh, and it's first I mean, show, first live right show, now, guys. Revamped. Revamped episode two. The revamp oh, lasted four episodes. <laughs> and this is the, and it's Ah Wang. And then it's, and then Arsenic is wearing a very sweaty blue Coors Light t shirt. 149 giant, like an NHL, NHL style cup like it not stanley cup but it looks like it looks like the art ross trophy or something it's like that like it looks like you yeah. just won best score in the nhl or something was that the same time we pulled up arsenic hockey videos or was that another time that <laughs> no was that was recently that was, that really was recently yeah. that we looked at arsenic's like huge checkers is sweet goal on the <laughs> team. and it honestly looks in like they're moving like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i <laughs> 
We were like, what? You know what, though, Arsene, uh, to your defense, though. Oh, wait, I no, no, hold on. I have the video. Hold on, wait, I have, here it is. I, I we, know we this from watching it. a lot I have, of hockey I, I videos. have it. That it always looks slower on video. I don't know what it is. It's weird, man. The videos well, always make slower. it look like they're slow. But LG, LG agreed. This was this was pretty bad arsenic. We don't know what the hell. You want to watch it? You want to watch it? You want to watch it again? You want to watch this video? Absolutely. Again? Roll the tape. You should be able to unmute yourself. You can talk over it. All right. So here we go. Arsenic, what number? Who miss? Is that you that misses the net like that? I can't hear you. You have to unmute yourself. Oh, arsenic with the moose. There we go. Oh! Wow. <laughs> that was insane. That was a pass, LG. That wasn't a missed shot. If that's a missed shot, that's one of the worst shots we've ever seen in our life. Man. That, guy that, that was for sure a pass, dude. But I also don't know anyone who passes. Like, you have an open shot to the net and you pass the behind And the you net. pass it around <laughs> the net. <yeah. laughs> but it worked. Look, it led to a goal, so. We need more of those, man. You need to get more videos for us. We love that. Arsenic, <laughs> Arsenic, why are you yeah. selling your Top Shot account? Because you're selling like, like how much you currently, the fair market value, even still now on Live Token is 200 grand, but you've been selling like crazy. Tell us about that. Yeah, I guess I decided it was time for me to reallocate those funds. I don't mm -hmm. know in what, in Right, what right now? I've been buying some stuff around, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just having that money sitting there for what how many years now? <laughs> long time, man. That it's episode true. with Judy, it's your true, wife, man. was like a year and a half ago, like uh, it's a long yeah. time ago, and your account was worth like Depressing, two, three million man. dollars. She couldn't believe it, uh, but clearly, <laughs> yeah. it probably gone down like crazy since then. <laughs> so, yeah, but you're selling, decided, you're yeah. selling some good stuff, man. You sold. A oh, LeBron yeah. Series One Hollow, um, uh, serial number three for eighteen grand. That's huge. Congratulations, by the way. It's really? Oh, arsenic! You oh, sold this. Sale, yeah. You sold this since your post about selling everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. And and the best part is arsenic. This is U.S. dollars, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. For, for us Canadians, that's a good deal, man. It's like millions of dollars. Yeah. It's like three times. It's yeah. still millions in Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, what's the been, feed, what's the feedback been like the feedback? How's it been? Like are people like are people panicking because you're kind of selling everything? Like what what have people been not saying? Not at all. I think it's been a lot better than when Handy did it or uh <laughs> Library did it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've not got any uh hate comment or anything. Oh, that's uh, good. Man. People are, are mm -hmm. getting used to it, I would say. Mm -hmm. People know um, you. You're genuine that. too. People know. People exactly. know what's up, man. You, you've been loyal I'll for a long back. time to this stuff. I'll give back. I'll be buying uh, some shit coin and, and give some back away. <laughs> you love the shit coins. LG LG loves love that you them. love the shit coins. <laughs> well, our, this is how this whole this is how this whole guest spot started as that arsenic was like, please promote the shit coin. And I was like, what the, I don't even I was like, listen, man, I just came out of the fucking bush. Like, I have no idea what's going on. You want me to promote like, and you know, flow has always been like, oh, this is the place for consumer brands like Disney is going to be here. Yeah, oh, it. NBA. And then I come back and it's like, oh, there's shit coins now. Like the best way to lose your money and like the most back to Wild West stuff. So, I mean, Arsenic, you could tell us about what's called loppy loppy <laughs> I, I did see it's you post loppy. something 
it's called lopi, but with the uh, dollar sign, it's it means sloppy. Sloppy. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why is it called sloppy? Yeah. Why is the coin called sloppy? Because because the guys who did it are very sloppy. <laughs> Actually, I have nothing. I have nothing to do behind so, that coin. I hope um, you're not the spokesperson. <laughs> also, also is the one who created it, and I think uh, Luke is the co-signer on it. So Dumbo. So yeah, definitely. De- yeah, I think so. So wait, hold on. A person that works. Coin. A person that works at Dapper and their job is to promote Flow <laughs> well, created the shit Luke, coin on Flow. They said Luke, so I'm just spreading a rumor. Oh, that's him. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. That's him. <laughs> we haven't heard from that guy wow. in months. I swear he's vanished. I haven't oh, heard yeah. from him in forever. Seriously. They, bur- they buried him on so the, yeah, I don't on the know. Flow team. I don't that's know if it's Dumbo or not. But yeah, it's the wow. first, first shit coin on Flow. So it okay. has to be... Uh, and how do, we, how do we? How do we? How do we get some? How do we? Yeah, get, how do you, how do how do you get, get other than other than get. talking I, to arsenic? Because arsenic's like, just please, let's do a giveaway of sloppy coins. <laughs> so arsenic clearly knows how to get it somehow. <laughs> so, how do I? Yeah. I if I want to buy it, can I go do that? Like, what's the supply? Like, tell us, tell us a little bit more. Yeah, I think the supply is uh, 10k supply, and it's a DAO. The DAO actually own half the supply. I would say around that. So only 5k in circulations wow 5k 5k uh, sloppy in circulation okay. which is crazy i haven't i haven't seen many coins with that yeah coins supply. like pepe pepe was what like 20 <laughs> tr- 20 trillion quotillion or something trillions, like that like yeah, it was like exactly. trillions of coins so there's only five so it's 10k supply half of it is held by yeah. floaty like like the the uh, flap, no 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 floaty, with Mike. floaty doesn't have doesn't have anything to do in this it's a oh. it's a DAO created by uh, Axel Floaty. We just we just integrated it on, on the okay. platform, so you can bid. You can bid with Sloppy on Top Shop Moment. Wow, okay. that's okay. it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So and, you can and... earn some that way. So Alexo, who's a super who's a super collector, is the one who created yeah. this. We can buy it. The only way to get it that I know of right on now, increment. Arsenic. Yeah, increment incrementify, yeah. which is like a DeFi platform that serves Flow. Uh, so it's going to pull it up here so you can go and buy it here. And again, not financial advice. This is the shittiest yeah, no. of shit coins, <laughs> but you can go and trade flow for it. You can't connect your dapper, which I think is going to disappoint a lot of people. It'd be easier if you oh. can connect your dapper. So you have to connect coming. your block, your block Everybody loves their block wallet. Uh, so you can connect <laughs> yep. your block But if you want, let's see, the price of one loppy is 24 flow right now. You need so, 24 flow to get one lopy lobby. If I can connect my block to, can I use the funds from that Moto GP stuff for all the yes. stuff I've sold? I you'll have to, you'll have to, close. You nice. have to swap it from Rev because it's probably nice. probably in Rev. It's in Rev. Here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so oh, you, you can you do Rev, that. Yes. So you, oh this my is good. So Incrementify is actually pretty. Are we cool. learning so anything it, from the Moto GP? I, I, I sold. Hey, some. Arsenic, oh. if you have some, sell them, man. People are buying those because they started like their races really? this year. And people are doing oh. races, but I don't even know what the hell's going on. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send all these guys out of here. And I, I've made a lot of rev. I just have no clue what to do with rev. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's just sitting there. <laughs> I have exactly. no idea how this works. You might wow. not be able to. There might not be. The thing is that there has to be a liquidity pool for you to be able to trade ah, okay. your rev. Yeah, yeah. So what you could do is try and trade the rev for something else and then trade that to to flow. Like trade trade the rev to flow and then trade the, the flow to I'll to trade sloppy. you the rev for sloppy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I bought so I'll be honest with you. I bought I bought some sloppy. 
I brought some, I bought some sloppy earlier. Wow. I, I spent 40 yeah. flows worth. And there I we go. Everyone's going to flood me. It's gone them. up. It's gone up a little bit since I bought. Because people follow what bit. you do. Well, they should. I think I'm down on my sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Please buy, oh, buy more. Yeah, LG. <laughs> LG, give financial advice to everybody. Go buy some now. It's about to skyrocket. That's pretty much what these have turned into, is that our shows are now just financial advice. There's no redemptions to buy, unfortunately, this week. I'm sure you could, but that part's over. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, pretty much these have turned into financial advice. So it's not financial advice, but you should definitely buy as not, much sloppy as you can. And Arsenic <laughs> promises that if you buy some and you DM him, he'll match the amount that you bought. He'll get so if you buy two thousand dollars worth God. of sloppy, he'll give you two thousand dollars worth of sloppy, right? Arsenic, that's what you said. Maybe I do some raffle. Can we do? Is Ooh. it legal to do some raffle? Top shot for uh, sloppy. There's, there's no no raffles. <laughs> there isn't a single raffle. On, on NFT social media that's legal. None of those raffles All are right. legal. All that is Damn super it. fucking... Even the things we do, like giveaway, retweet this. Like That is super illegal to do that. For real? <laughs> yeah, you can't I'm just do a jail. lottery. Like You can't Come just on, do... Like, who's going to audit you? Like, like, seriously. Yeah, no, gonna nobody cares. No, <laughs> that's social, social media like to a T. But other, that's why That's why whenever you do like a Top Shot uh, raffle or something like that, you have to go read the terms and conditions and you can have an entry by like mailing them a postcard or whatever. It's like you can, you, it's not, <laughs> I, yeah, 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 I that. remember that. Anyways, yeah, yeah. okay, so Arsenic, wow. what are you gonna get? Awesome. What are you gonna give? You know, what we can do is actually we can give it away to the winner of Hot Take of the Week or something like that. Oh, Arsenic's like, what the hell is that? A, or we can do a raffle, it doesn't matter. We can do something else. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> arsenic, what do you want people to do Anything. with the coin? Yeah. Arsenic, what yeah, do you want people to do with the coin? What, what once they have it, what do they do? Just trade it? Is there anything else? Well, right now they can use it on floaty to buy top shot moments. I've seen people listing Yours. moments for yeah. sloppy. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> really? So... Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I didn't even know you could utility do utility already, man. That's crazy. More utility than than a lot of stuff around. Wow. Uh, Phil, you know what else you can buy on floaty what? is genies. Oh, get the hell out of here! Are you serious? Yeah. Let's, go take, let's go take a look yeah. at the Genie's marketplace. You guys are the you guys are Genie ambassadors number one and two. Every single person <laughs> yeah. who's in Genie's <laughs> has spoken to you guys. Six for their months entrance will never get back in our lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are Genie's ambassadors cap, number though. one and two. You still have the cap? Do I you? Lost... Or did you throw yours out no, the window? I lost it in Miami. <laughs> get out of here! Are you serious? Oh my god! Yeah. So there's only there's only one of them out there, and I have it. That's it. We only had two before. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is so LG. Are people buying this stuff or no? I don't know if people are buying it, but you can. People so. are listing it on Blockto, so you can. So Blockto is just kind of like listing everything that Flow Projects have have tried to not have listed as a marketplace so far. <laughs> so pretty much anything in Dapper Wallet you can sell and that buy and sell on Blockto. It's just there's just not that as many users there yet. Um, but I think over time, you know, I, I, I love Mike and, and everything he's doing, and and our sake, I know how involved you are with 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 Flow. Sorry, not Blockto, Floaty. Um, Floor. I don't know. I, I don't know how involved you are there, but I think I think what they what they're doing is great, and I think you know, yeah, it, I, we did that genie stuff, LG, for what was it, arsenic, like three, four months or whatever it was, yep. and there was a day where arsenic and I connected, and we were just like, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what's the end game here? Like, what what exactly are we doing? I don't know. I feel like this is like, mm -hmm. I don't know. We both kind of realized at the same time, maybe it's time to scale back a bit. You know, it's becoming summertime. Do we want to be inside whatever days a week doing interviews with people? I think we're running out of people anyways, right? Yeah. And it doesn't seem like anything's happened since. I feel like it's been on standstill <laughs> ever since 
we just kind of stopped those interviews. There's been nothing, right? I know, LG, you're all over this. You're always saying stuff to the Genie's account and stuff like that. So. Well, the other no, hold on. The other day, Genie's <laughs> tweeted about how, oh, yeah. like, oh, the you know the the what's the CEO's name? What's his name? Uh, Akash. Akash. Well, he went yeah. on the news somehow. He went on the news, even though they they took you know they raised ninety million dollars and haven't done anything other than release a bunch of random NFTs and have you guys work for them or not even you guys didn't work for them. They just they just forced you. They just got you guys to do the interviews and gave you hats. Um, that they he went on the news <laughs> to talk about how sick genies was and how they're building the freaking avatars of the future or whatever. And I commented on the news story, I'm just trying to pull it up where I was oh. like, okay, like what are we supposed to do with the freaking hundreds of things that we bought oh, on genies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw here, that. Here I it saw is. That. Hold on, where here it is. Here it is. Classic. I'm just LG. waiting for my fat man to reveal. Oh, the Pac-Man. That's like <laughs> oh freaking three God. years ago, man. It's like a million years ago they sold us those Pac-Mans. Here we go. So here it is. Oh my it's, God. Uh, you know, today we're announcing the launch of our developer kit application, right? So people come and build on Genies, uh, which is great. And there's a gosh, and he's, you know, looks like he's been, you know, kind of on vacation for a couple of years. And then, hold on, where's my comment? Where is it? Here we go. And then I wrote, hey, great. What about all that random stuff we bought? And Izzy, who's the co-founder with Akash, always, he, responded, he responded within 30 minutes. And he said, LG, those will always be the first NFTs in our ecosystem and will work interoperably across our entire network. And that's it. So that's it. And I, <laughs> I just wrote back a GIF of when. And uh, was it. I don't know. That's it. Yeah, that's that's the end of the line. He didn't say anything. So how, Arsenic, actually, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that Genies is something that, you know, I know we're on kind of a pause with a lot of NFT stuff, but do you feel that in the future, since they seem to still be building, uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts? You think you do you still have hope for genies and, and what they've done since since you know they've mentioned that Snapchat and stuff like that is their main target and that's still huge. Like the yeah. kids love Snapchat. They they like I know this from my daughter. Like they have these competitions where to keep up with other people, they need to be snapping so many times a day or to certain yeah. people, or else yeah. they like fall off the face of the earth. So do you think it's got a shot still compared to other NFT projects? Uh, or sorry, you can't call it a project. That's a big no no with genies. I- you know, do you think yeah, it still has a shot? <laughs> they don't let you call it a project. Is that oh true? my god? I said that once and all hell broke loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta find what that. Is dream, what are man. they supposed to call it? Like a dream or an application, like a, or what do they want you to call it? I did I, I had to always try and not say project during the interviews and stuff and call it like a venture or a you know, uh, I don't know. It was hard, man. I, I was, was like, so I don't bad know. too. <laughs> I don't know, man. Wow. Uh at this point, they better oh, right. hurry up, I would say, because yeah, yeah, some someone else coming. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even Snapchat, they've been adding stuff and, and things like that. So yeah, they got their own thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Wow. I so wow. even if a marketplace opened right now, like a regular one, not floaty, I, I don't know who would be buying these. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what's the I mean, incentive? It's, it's all over. It's all over the NFT ecosystem, ecosystem right now. Everything's down and not yeah. too popular, but it's even worse over there. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. Arsenic, yeah. I know you, you got to go I pick up. I haven't seen any news or anything. There's I nothing. I haven't seen any no. news uh, on my timeline or anything from them. So I don't Arsenic, know. you probably have to go pick yeah. up your kids. So I don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> They're just inside um, the school. Yeah, they are. So. Right now, really. Teachers yeah. are like, hey, Moji, just- <laughs> where's this guy? <laughs> Bad parents. <laughs> It's not yeah. a babysitting club. No. Are you? Are you arsenic? Yeah. Maybe the question a lot of people are wondering is: mm-hmm. Are you keeping any Top Shot? at all mm. is there anything you're keeping or are you fire selling every single item i will fire sell everything 
except the Zellers. Ah, that's all that (laughs) matters. I'm keeping all the Zellers. This guy played in the game last night. I'm like, hold on. Is that Cody Zeller? Oh, yeah. Hold on a second here. Yeah. What dude? I I, I picked I picked Zeller and So Rare this week for the finals. Oh wow! I put I put Cody go. Zeller in because they I knew that they need like they'd go deep into the big man roster to do anything against Jokic or just put somebody out there. So yeah, that's a good I, call. Knew that, I knew Bam would be exhausted trying to defend um, Jokic. So I figured they he'd get yeah. a couple minutes. So he got a couple or he got a couple points in So Rare. I, don't, I, mean, I didn't watch because I was camping, but. Yeah, he, he was out there. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, I don't know how you would not know this listening at first mint, but uh, Arsenic went on a mission two and a half years ago to collect as many Cody Zellers as he could on Top Shot and still the leading owner of Cody Zellers on Top Shot. And they're back cheap now. Maybe I do a. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely take. We'll definitely take some sloppy coin way before we take any yeah. Zellers. Okay, <laughs> That's we want. We That's want sloppy coins. That not, is not Zellers. Please no Zellers. The things that Arsenic was trading in order to get Zellers back was like that was a good deal back then. Now I'm yeah. not so sure anybody be doing anything. The people are probably burning them now. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. man, that's crazy. Zellers I can't believe hundred bucks a, a pop at some point. That was crazy. Yeah, I can't believe what this has come to. This is yeah. insane. But but you know what, though, Arsenic? I will always associate you when it comes to Top Shot to the Cody Zellers thing. So, um, you know, I actually, until you announced you were selling everything, I didn't even know what you owned. Like, I had no idea. Like, I knew you owned some <laughs> stuff, but I didn't know you owned stuff like you own. Like, I didn't know you owned those big moments. Yeah. So, uh, for yeah, me, it was always the Zellers. That's all I knew about you. So, um, <laughs> man, but, but, sellers, but yeah. at what point? Okay, it's not realistic to say that you would have sold everything at the highest of highs. Okay. None of us thought yep. about it. Nobody yep. like not, you know, no, we all had our accounts go crazy and nobody thought yep. for two seconds, I better sell everything. You just, it's not how we're programmed. But at what point now that we're what, two years later after the highest of highs, at what point do you wish you had kind of gone out? Um, that is not the highest point. Do you know what I mean? Is there a time you're like, you know what, maybe last summer after I showed Julie my account, maybe I should have just got out at that point. Or have you kind of just accepted everything and been like, you know what, it's time now might not be easy, but uh, I don't have any regrets. I think that's tough. Uh, well, you always wish that you have sold higher. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, it was when uh, when it first started to go up. It was not even that peak. It was on the way up that I think, yeah, I had around three or four million valuations <laughs> at some point on the way up. That's oh that's when I almost pulled the trigger, and then oh I went up to 7.2, which I was very happy, and down to uh, well, I mean, I, ca- I can't really complain. I've I've been selling. I, I sold some stuff, and I've made my money with Top Shot. It's yeah. Not even. I can't really complain, but yeah, I went I went to 7.2 mil, and, and now it's 3.30. <laughs> not even. It, well, I sold some it, stuff, but yeah. It would actually be really interesting to see. Who cashed out the like? Who had the highest cash out during the kind of rise and all that? Like, did someone have a collection like yours, Arsenic, and be like, "I'm out of here. I'm cashing in on this." I don't know of anybody, but there must be someone that did. I know, yeah, I know Snowfro, the guy from uh, Oddblocks. He was Mm, around. He sold. I think, yeah, I think he sold around ten LeBron James for in between. 30k to 50k something like that at oh, when, wow smart he, he sold yeah he sold at, 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 at a good moment and he sold uh, a lot of stuff i know he cashed out a lot uh at that time um but yeah when he sold you could not 
withdraw anything. <laughs> so I guess that <laughs> that's why most you just people... trusted. <laughs> Don't take us back yeah, to those yeah. days, man. That's the reason none of us sold. It's because there's nothing to do. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Dude, it's if you it's sold, honestly... you'd be like, all right, let me spend it again. There's nothing else to do with this money. But it's honestly, yeah, it, it's sold. honestly insane. Those sales, like a lot of that huge run up, like the people that were selling were all those OG people, all those crypto kitty mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. that Roham and the crew yep. invited to be the beta testers of Top Shot. All those people knew they're like, listen, this is another dapper freaking bomb that they're going to drop like crypto kitties. And I'm going to get in first. And it's all I don't know if it's favors or I don't know how you got on that list. Alexo's there, too. Um, but all those people <laughs> were in and they're the ones who like don't watch basketball zero interest in the product uh and made like literally freaking millions during oh that run up God. they knew they knew uh you know what they were doing so um yeah pretty wild man pretty wild to, pretty wild to think back on that yep it is what it is right <laughs> i mean there's nothing we can do now it exactly. is what it is and, exactly. You know, exactly that's crypto though program and, 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 yep. and if you're pissed off about that or you have a lot of fomo from it and I'll say, and maybe arsenic, you know, you're, you, you're more vetted than I am. You've been in this longer than I have. If you want to be one of those people for a, a project, the time to be looking for those projects is right now. Mm -hmm. That's like those guys are getting on that That's... list. Like you go, if you go search mm -hmm. like the history of yep. the NBA Top Shot Discord, and you could look at like other friendlies <laughs> that we have, like Scaly Nelson, right? Scaly Nelson loved MLB champions, loved Crypto Kitties. He's still deep into NFTs. Um, yeah. those guys are writing messages in the Top Shot Discord way back in 2019, over a year before the project even sold anything or had a website. They had the community uh, and accepting people and kind of getting them on the list and stuff like that. And that, if you look at the cycle time, 2019 is is this year's 29. This cycle, this next cycle is 2019 is 2023. So those projects you think yeah. are cool, the people that you think are good builders, the time to be the OG Top Shot people for the next wave is right now. Ooh. You find those projects. Nothing's going to fucking happen for at least a, a bit, year until the Bitcoin <laughs> happening. But, it's a bit, but, yeah, well, it's a bit what I'm doing, to be honest, with my Top Shot. I'm Ooh. taking the money. <laughs> What's your list? What are you buying? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've not been anything so good oh, lately, so not sure wow. you should follow me. Well, you can't look <laughs> at it Unless you're really like, sloppy. Here we go. Hold oh. on. No, we know. <laughs> LG missed that. We know. Well, yeah, well, we know. Well. We know what you've been doing. Here we go. Let's go find it on Twitter. Let's we know what you've been doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. He swept the, the floor of Knights what? of Vgen. Wow. Uh, project from Drew Austin, uh, as well as wow. I think Jack Settlement was on the the founding team there. I I, I know them. I I talk to them sometimes to try and collaborate. We've never gotten anything done. Um, but uh, an environment, an ecosystem that Arsenic is clearly very bullish on mm. is Knights of Degen. Interesting. Uh, 25. <laughs> you weren't uh, supposed to say that. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, he put he put it on Twitter. So he put it, he literally know. posted it on Twitter. I know, like, this but is still, what I'm doing with my gains. He just, yeah. to say he put it, yeah, but didn't want you to make it, you know, blow it up. No, out there. Good. <laughs> he tweeted it. <laughs> he tweeted you know, it, I do remember, though, Arsenic was really excited about wieners too, LG. I do remember that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. There's no reason not to be excited about wieners, Phil. There's, he has, there's, I have a message yeah, from him to be excited saying about, yeah. these are fucking great. Exact words from him saying that. So um, I don't know. I have nothing to say. It's really not me behind the project. I just don't know what's going on right now. They told me yeah. that they were on pause until things got better. And that's it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
who, who makes that decision? I don't know. It'll be somewhere. Are you talking about <laughs> wieners right now? Talking I'm about, talking about wieners. Yeah, just, just, wieners. Okay. Just, just wieners updates. Since people are obsessed okay. with thinking wiener that updates. Yeah. Thank you for the wiener updates. That's great. Uh, Arsenic, you probably got to go because your kids are probably waiting on the side of the road for you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just running go. out of gas too. So running out of gas. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Did you hear Model that? X. We heard that. This guy's in the Model X ripping around for sure. That's what that means. Or he's in a really big <laughs> Nissan Leaf, but I doubt that's what he's driving right now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. so, what yeah, an appearance! <laughs> oh, it's a, it is a you. Nissan. Thank you guys for having me. Huge. Okay. Oh huh? man, this is such a good surprise. LG Hold on, Arsenic. What are your? What kind of pants are you wearing? I need to know what your outfit is. Whoa! You have a giant hey, no, they big sweater. They shocked. And jeans. Damn, oh. man, this guy. That's how you roll up to and your kid's shoot. school? Is in your jeans and your giant <laughs> Oh, look at sweater? the sneakers, too, man. Look at this. Oh, wow. whoa. Jordan sneakers? Holy shit. Are those chips in the side of your... Hold on. What's That's in the side there? That's a bar in the well, side What's there. down there? That's no, no. What's down there? Bar, behind man. your leg, there's chips. I see chips behind it. Lays or oh, something yeah, like French lays. La bouquet. Hey, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> no, They're Japanese. They're Chinese. <laughs> Why do you are you in China right now? What the fuck? Why do you have a bag of Lay's with Chinese here, writing man? on it? What the hell? Yeah, I know. Chinoise, man. Chinese, yeah, that's it. The marché chinois. On mange des mets chinois à soir. You know the cheapo. El cheapo go buy cheap, cheap chips. You, you buy the, the cheap Chinese, Chinese uh, discounted Lays. chips. Yeah, you get yeah, knockoff Lay's chips. What the fuck? Yeah. Arsenic. The, the Lay's oh, arsenic like really needs money. Now, that's why he's selling his Top Shot, man. This guy's poor as shit. He's, he's buying cheap, <laughs> cheap Chinese knockoff chips. <laughs> that was amazing. I, I don't know how we got him to turn his camera to see what's under, but that's kind of weird. <laughs> so only LG can get people to do that. It's secret, man. What if this is my pants? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wanted to see the pants. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I need to wow. know. I need to and know I have Whoa! You should have, LG, you should have charged for this. This is the kind of content people should be paying for, man. You should not Maybe get to see Arsenic's yeah. pants unless you pay some kind of money. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Hell no. Put that outfit on Genie's, man. Get a cash on here and let's sell that outfit on Genie's. <laughs> and it comes with a bag. And the Lay's chips are a one of back. one. Okay, there's only one of those. Yeah. We're back. Uh, <laughs> all right. Arsenic, we'll let you go, man. Great to see awesome, you. Thanks guys. for popping on. What a surprise, right. man. Take care, Arsenic. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, Thank wow. you, guys. Ciao. See you, man. Bye. Oh. Wow. Well, <laughs> he's definitely was... going to get in shit when he goes into school, man. They'll be like, hey, là, on vous a dit les parents. Dude, he's like half an hour late. Dude, what the hell time do they finish going? school at over there? It's I don't know. Yeah, it's like 5 30. <laughs> like six o'clock, man. He's left them there <laughs> since 3 30. Holy shit. Yeah, Quebec's harsh with their kids, man. They keep them till six. Who knows Jesus what's going Christ, on over there? Six o'clock. Man. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was a nice treat. That was a nice treat. Get arsenic on here. I had no idea, man. Even when you said special guest, I did not think it was arsenic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. always up to something. If you can count on someone to always be active, no matter yeah. what's going on, yeah. he is always active. He's, he's always sneaky. got he's something on the, on the go. Yeah. Right? And and I do, I really appreciate, I think there are a few people, at least in our community, that are like arsenic, where he he invests in the open. And he invests in shit that is so stupid. And then he hits on some things, but like he, 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 he's done so many crazy things. Like he bought mm -hmm. the one of one first goats on flow, which turned yeah, out to man. be a super fucking rug. And he paid like 10 ETH for it or whatever. He has no regrets though for any of that stuff, man. He's no. Just, and he paid like yeah. one ETH or five ETH to jailbreak the worm, which is one of my favorite NFT projects. We talked about it last week, the NFT that has to get passed around from wallet to wallet. He, he was the first investor in it. Like he spent money to jailbreak it so it could start moving around 
Um, and he's bought all these other weird, like he's, he loves like the weird sexual NFTs of like weird, you know. Oh, he loved those. Yeah, yeah. He got everyone into those. Crypto crotches or whatever they are. Like he loves all that weird pervy stuff. Uh, but then also hits on certain things, man. That guy buys tons mm-hmm. of different tokens, all that kind of stuff. So I really appreciate and, and he always has such a chill vibe and he's always trying to support a lot of he, you know, he's one of the most so, um, yeah. like genuine and generous people by yes. far, if not yes. the most in the entire yes. community. And mm-hmm. and the amount of giveaways he's done, he's always looking to give to people and he's always yes. willing to help people. Um it's unbelievable. I've had, you know, I've met him in person. I've had, he's still furious mm-hmm. that I, I deleted that picture or did, didn't save on my phone or whatever the hell happened <laughs> uh, because we took a selfie together and he had his genie's hat on. The only chance we would have had <laughs> to, to prove that he has a genie's hat. That he has um, the genie's hat now. But, but he gone, truly yeah. is, is the most genuine person and, um, mm-hmm. and, and generous for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. the giveaways mm-hmm. he's done are insane. He, he, mm-hmm. he'll be like, what do you guys like? need help with today just post what it is you're looking and i'll i'll pick one person and help them out you know yeah. people are like i need yeah. like i need to buy groceries and sh-, you know like very like generous so, yeah very generous and he deserves um you know and he was honest about his top shot collection he's not like oh yeah he's not like no he's not no, trying no, to sugarcoat it he's not trying I'm to buy the, the, yeah. the you know the next legendaries with that money no he's like yeah he's like i'm fire sailing it's time i should have done it a long time ago i'm gonna yeah. keep what i like and what means something to me which is my cody zeller yeah. collection mm-hmm. other than that mm-hmm. i'm out that's it end of story and I had no idea that Library and people like that had also bailed. I did not know that until he said that. Well, I think they're bailing. I think it's hard to sell your entire Top okay. Shot account. I think it takes a little while. I think it takes yeah, a little when, while. Yeah, when he posted you a lump sum payment, while, like a, so a fixed yeah. amount, I was like, uh, Yeah, he tried to sell the whole thing. But don't I don't think anyone's yeah. just going to be like, here's 300 yeah. grand for this. But yeah. Um, um, you know what's funny? A funny story about Arsenic is that the way he's close to us is kind of funny because when I was in the OG Top Shot community, uh, he was just the Cody Zeller guy that was buying mm-hmm. Zellers and he was kind of hard to negotiate with, you know, or at least I thought I was like, this guy's kind of challenging to kind of, and, and, and now his PFP is like a hoodlums that was made specifically for him by the hoodlums. Team. Can't believe that. But back then it was just Pepe the frog and his name was arsenic. So I was just like, this guy is like an internet fucking troll. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause I was like, this is a weird person. It's Pepe the frog. His name's arsenic. I don't know anything else about him. We've never seen him. It's a super mm-hmm. weird and the way he ended up being kind of part of First Minute in a way was that when we started our Discord and it was private, it was just for people like working on content for First Minute. And okay. we got Plunge and the crew in there. And there was like six or seven of us. We were like, And we were starting to do the live shows and trying to coordinate. And, uh, our, and Plunge was like, let's get, uh, you know, or we talked about it. We we're like, let's get Arsenic who's collecting the Cody Zellers. Let's get him on the show. And that was like our first or second episode. We're like, that's a funny guess. People want to hear about that. And plunge add him to the Discord, and I was like, "Oh, you added him to like our weird little private Discord? Like, okay." And uh, and we made a channel just for him, where that so he can see the rest of the stuff we're talking about because we were very secretive back then, right? It was all secret. Top shows all secrets, you know. Who's who's talking about what? Who's doing a show with you, right? It was very very intense. Um, and then he just kind of got grandfathered into the community, and he's just always been there. And he's even had uh, he's always had a special channel in the First Mint Discord that's specifically mm-hmm. for him. Uh, for a while, it was uh, it was a uh, it was an X-rated channel for a little while there, and then we removed that, and now it's a channel called Debarbouillette, which in French is the French term for like a like a washcloth or something like face cloth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And now that's just a channel where Arsenic like posts different alpha and moves that he's doing. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's worked out, and he's he's done a fantastic job. He founded Z Blocks, uh, which yeah, is kind of like a, right. a generative art company as well. 
uh, where they they've partnered with like the Maryland Monroe estate and Muhammad Ali estate to drop some of those NFTs. So arsenic arsenic is like a great guy and also like a secret kind of big player in the space. You know what I mean? Like he's he's, he's involved, yeah. you know, so uh, but always has time to to come on back down to the old first. And, and he will be a member of the first mint hockey team whenever. Yes. Yes. That, we that, play that, own the moment the game. We've been talking about for destroy them. Yeah. Uh, he will be a part of the team, and we are. I, I hope those highlights have put a bit of fear into those guys, um, mm-hmm. and, and and his abilities. We saw we saw what he can do now against those tremendous players he plays against, mm-hmm. and to hopefully make that happen. I think it'd be, it'd be really cool. LG. I think it would have already happened mm-hmm. if we were still in kind of um, you know a bull market. If everything was going crazy, I think somebody would have found a way to kind of organize it, and make it happen. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be tough now until things pick up a little bit again. Um, and you can get some sponsors and things like that and make it like kind of a big event, you know? No, let's cool do, we got to do it like UFC Fight Island somehow, man. Where there's yeah. no, there's and no we got to do like the NYPD one, and FDNY one, freaking Yeah, two teams go to the island, it. only one comes back. <laughs> yeah. You know, you lose, you die. That's it. That's, you know, to put your life on the line for a hockey game. I think that's, I think that that would draw the max entertainment. And we get, we get UFC or Slap League or whatever it's called to sponsor it. They'd be into that. <laughs> I, I did slapping. i did speaking of something like that and, and my, oh, my head's been my, the wheels have been running in my head for a while oh, here one of the like other posts going. yeah that i made on the first mint account was i asked people if if they were had the ability to go compete for a lot of money or reputation whatever it is that floats their boat mm-hmm. which reality show that currently exists they would pick would it be big brother would it be mm-hmm. i didn't put the amazing race i didn't even realize people watch that a lot of people mm-hmm. applied amazing race um, I said Big Brother, Survivor, The Bachelor or Bachelorette, for those who are looking mm-hmm. for love and mm-hmm. just want to fool right. around, yeah. and mm-hmm. The Challenge, MTV The Challenge. For mm-hmm. those who don't watch it, that's one of the greatest reality shows ever. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with it. I've been since day one. Um, and I actually didn't even check the results. But the reason I am asking is because I, and you don't even know this, LG, I'm putting oh. something together Oh yes, that could change the landscape of the NFT and crypto community. That's all I'm going to say. So I, there was a reason for me asking this. It, mm-hmm. It's it's going to take a lot of work, um, but but I am putting something together. Whoa! Um, that that not not going to change the Secret landscape, filled but that project. will light the fire in people again and get people excited Whoa. and kind of kind of change not change the way things are done, but more so push them in a certain direction. So mm-hmm. something I'm working on. Hopefully, we can get that done. Maybe you know, sometime in the next few months, but we'll see. I'm putting something Oh, wow. Fucking yeah. secret Phil D project oh, yeah. is in the works. You got it. And to, to be That's part it. of it, send 12 ETH to his <laughs> ETH Ethereum address. Yeah, okay? exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> if right. If you want to know anything we, about we it, the minimum, minimum <laughs> yeah, buy-in right. is 12 ETH. And there's no guarantee you'll ever get it back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or a bunch of sloppy coin. That's the other oh, entry right. is send him tons man. of sloppy coin. Okay. That, I don't that, even know his flow address, but ask him for it. I had heard about that. And I was now that arsenic, you don't, up, I didn't know he was all over it. I, I will say, I think it's really important for flow to have that kind of stuff because flow, mm-hmm. honestly, like in the broader scheme is uncool. Like, right. like flow, like I did, like it's it, 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 like, I'm just talking about like the Ethereum scene of like people that are like, let's go Pepe coin. Let's do all this new weird shit. You know, it's, I think it, I think it kind of lacks like an edge. Which is funny because it's the it's been the company that's developed the two biggest breakthroughs in NFTs, right? Which is ironic, but I think it has a reputation and a vibe of being overly corporate, 
right? That it's a hard chain to build on. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, people couldn't, people couldn't launch things on Dapper Wallet and launch contracts on Flow for a long time without being approved by the team. Like that's bullshit. You know, while everyone's going on Ethereum, making all these crazy things, making all these rugs, everyone's having fun, you know? So I think for them to have weird little shit coins, that's good. I think it's a really important step in the right direction. Like, like flow needs an edge. It needs a scrappiness. It needs to be a place that people go to try and get rich, to play the casino in some way. That's crypto, right? So I think that this kind of stuff is good to undo some of that. Uh, because Top Shot, uh, Top Shot just became the story for flow. And it still is a story for flow. And the story is of like corporate interest that it's like they over minted because they need the revenue, whether that's true or not. I think that that's the story. Um, and I think that weird little shit coins are like, I think that that's a huge help, you know, for that kind of stuff to happen. I think, I think that's get, gets people to open flow wallets again. So it's good that it's good that arsenic's into that. We have to say you're going to drop something. Insane. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I absolutely don't. Um, the other post I made, cause you brought this up. Uh, oh yeah. That's right. Arsenic. The post. Yeah. Uh, the other post I made was about the worm. Uh, I kind of, I found the video on my phone of mm -hmm. we're going we're, we're to keep these people nameless. Cause I have a bad habit of doxing people like, ah, you know, there's so-and-so <laughs> whoops. You know, like I did the nineties fan. We went to that mm -hmm. basketball game. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Whoa, and doing videos. And I like pan to his face. And I'm like, yeah, hanging out with nineties fan. I'm like, Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Nobody even knows who that is. Mm -hmm. Um, but I found a video of the worm at NFT NYC. And I, I was thinking about it because it's been almost a year LG since we went out there and mm -hmm. I'll be honest, it does not feel like a year. It feels like mm -hmm. we just went on that trip. Mm -hmm. And for me in this space, like that trip was so for me anyways, was so monumental in the sense that I hadn't gone to any events in, in the two years we were in the space. And, mm -hmm. but I had built, I had built such close relationships with so many people. Mm -hmm that finally being able to attend and not just attend, but have a good time mm -hmm. with so many members of the community. It wasn't just about sharing information and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We had some nice conversations, but just enjoying and having a good time in real life as opposed to online. Cause at the first mint, we do a lot of events in our discord. For those who don't know that you're listening, you're mm -hmm. not part of, of the discord. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of kind of like community events. Like we used to do a lot more, but we try and do them whenever we can now where, you know, I, I don't know. What do you usually call them, LG? They're not fireside chats, but they're just like a hangout. Uh, right? Hangouts, yeah. I mean, yeah. we have a little down mm -hmm. our Discord that we're working on some fun stuff. We we yeah. did a little coffee chat the other day. We try and get together like once a month. You know what I mean? Either for like an informal chat, a project chat. We've had some special guests in the Discord and stuff. And I think I think generally we have a good time. But but it's not uh, you know it's good, but it's not the same as actually physically getting together. It's not the same. So yeah. just to 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 go to a city like New York, I feel New York played a big part in that. Um, if you know, I see, I see other events in Minnesota. I see events in, you know, I don't know, more kind of obscure towns. It's not the same. New York is so iconic. The fact that when you're in, you know, in New York, you already feel special, but the fact that to, to be able to go there and meet all the people and see people do their thing. I think that's for me, what was so exciting is we met friends, but they were busy with their own project at the same time. You know, yeah. you had the ballers crew it was like, Hey, Andrew, cool, man. We've, you know, we've been friends for a long time. We finally mm -hmm. got to meet but you're busy working and I get to see you do what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you could go anywhere in the city of New York, which is such a big city and continuously see either something NFT related or people you knew. It was awesome, man. Like seriously, it was an experience of a lifetime. It's unfortunate you got sick and missed like half of it, I would say, because um, you were feeling like complete death uh, after the third day. That, that, that when that COVID hits, baby, uh, it but your, you know, when, at when least when it's your first COVID, nobody, uh, nobody, everybody remembers their first COVID. 
you know i guess uh, yeah, that's, yeah that, that was rough but, yeah that was yeah um, it was too bad that was that was that was that was awful but it's probably because we started our time in new york by getting together in a tiny room and sing karaoke into the same microphone <laughs> strangers from spitting across the into a microphone and all that's that. probably it's probably how i got it whoa what's going uh, here's, on here my whoa, what did you do whoa. how did you get purple did i do that i don't know i i didn't do anything like this. is that the barney effect or like what the hell is this what man? the fuck how did you do i did love you you, I didn't hear okay, that. It's like the first kind of minute. I don't know how I would have done that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well, my that's pretty God, cool. Okay, here's, here's the video of the worm. Here's the video of the worm. Oh, it's us oh, riding the worm. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> feel the rhythm. Feel the ride. <laughs> oh, forward. Whoa. Whoa. Forward. That's kind of. Okay. Look how much fun so, we're having, man. That was at the first mint picnic on uh, whatever Liberty Island or whatever it's called in New York. That was super fun. We had a great time. Phil, what the hell's going on? I did not do that. Purple? I this usually is... fade into the darkness. Now I'm fading into mm -hmm. some purple oblivion here, um, mm -hmm. or some mm -hmm. purple abyss. I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Like I, and I can't mm -hmm. believe again, it was a year ago, man. Like seriously, mm -hmm. a year mm -hmm. ago today, we were like getting ready to go in a couple in a week or something like that, mm -hmm. and and time flies, right? And I don't mm -hmm. think, and I, I I can attest from people who were at NFT NYC this year and at mm -hmm. VCon and all that, it's just not mm -hmm. the same. That no. that that yeah. NFT NYC last year felt like that moment where everyone got together, mm -hmm. um, like maybe one last time for the first time, but one last time before things mm -hmm. would kind of like think of all the people we've lost from the space too that have kind of just moved on. Mm -hmm. We have some really good. I mean, they might be back, but it's something where it's like there's less there's it's less tough. incentive right now to kind of hold. And I think it's just like there's mm -hmm. there's very few things in the last year since then, Phil, that haven't gone down. You know what I mean? Like That's it's right. like most things are down. Uh, even the state, you know, Ethereum, Bitcoin, it's like they're not going anywhere, but those people come back. I think, I think it's, I think it's highs and lows. And I think it's important for us to kind of keep going, do what we're doing. I can't take you seriously with this freaking purple filter. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the hell happened to you, how that happened. StreamYard's playing some tricks on us right now. It's pretty trippy right now what I'm seeing. But what's the word with ApeFest, LG? What's the word? Anything? No word. I don't know. ApeFest, ApeFest, Ape, I feel like that could be a party. I yeah, like that could be a, so, a bit of a party like that. So we right? wanted to go to Ape Fest, but they said they weren't going to do it at NFT NYC this year. They said they're going to do it a different time, right. and I have no idea what that is. I feel like the news could come any day, but it could also not come for the rest of the year. The mm -hmm. apes are doing a lot, man. They're launching all these games. They hired yep. the, the the COO from Activision to run the company. One of the founders took had to take a leave from exhaustion, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like they're trying to do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But inevitably, I feel like an event is at the core of what they do. So I feel like that will be back. Um, I don't know what's up with that. A lot of people, you know what they're doing, Phil, um, and I can't go because uh, I've, you know, other plans already, is people are going to NBA Con, at, oh, yeah. uh, which is at that. NBA Summer League, which I think we should go to next year. I think that that's like super fun. I think that's like a great way to kind of get people together because then you can see some kind of cheap basketball games, right? See the prospects. Um, and Vegas, Vegas is obviously just the best place for conferences because there's tons of stuff to do. Of course it is. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's designed for get togethers, right? So as New York was fun, but like, man, New York is hard to navigate. You know, like it's, uh, Ballers having a party like all the way, in, you know, or sorry, Nib no, uh, no, 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 Nifty, no, Nifty's having a Matrix party out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Shout out Jimmy Mouton. Come on down to uh, Brooklyn. It's really hard when no. everyone else is having theirs in Manhattan, right? So, um, but yeah, I think events over time are, are going to be are going to pick up again. I think it's just a matter of uh, the thing with conferences is that they don't make economic sense unless you get tons of people, right? Like right. proof of conference, which is Moonbirds. Uh, Kevin Rose, like they were supposed to, their whole one of their big value props for selling Moonbirds was like, and then you get to come to our conference. 
um, which they were supposed to have this past April. And then when they released pricing for it in January, turns out that you still needed to pay even if you held an NFT, which was ridiculous. And then lo and behold, they canceled it uh, because not enough people bought tickets. So I think it's really hard to have conferences right now. ApeFest, ApeFest to me, ApeFest is the kind of thing where it's like that could replace like Coachella in the future. Not to say that yeah. apes could be at that yeah. level, but it's like yeah. they drew an Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Like I think ApeFest should be a music festival or like some kind of like music kind of circus festival and then on the side there's a bit of nft stuff but first and foremost i think they have the potential to just throw the the best party there is Mm -hmm. right so i think that that's that's what they need to do and and i you know i still have a mutant ape and hopefully that that that's what it unlocks in the future and and we can go and they hopefully that gets you and your great brother in yeah i was gonna say hopefully they always that mutant ape always comes with a plus one so i can bring my big bro to these awesome concerts if not then i'll have to give another shout out to our friend lorax who had like 10 friends on standby to bring anybody in last time lorax lorax secret big player man that guy's amazing oh man yeah so some great people and you know what it's 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 bittersweet for me that it's been a year because Mm -hmm. uh, again such a great time in my time in the space and, and kind of weird that a year later, we're in such a, not a dark space, but in a kind of break, you know, and you, you mm-hmm. had warned me, you said, Hey, this is the final hurrah, man. Like when we mm-hmm. go to New York here, we're on the plane. You're like, this is it, dude. Like this is for now, for the time being and the time coming, we're at kind of a place where this will be the last event. And after that, trust me. And for me, I was like, what are you serious? Like we're going here to party and have a good time. And it's over after that. Like, no way. Well, I no think way. we're getting close. I think we're getting close to good times again. And I don't mean that as in go out and spend all your money buying Ethereum or Bitcoin or anything like that. But I think if if you believe in like the cyclical part of crypto, like every four years, the Bitcoin halving, all that kind of stuff, because that's yeah. that's what people believe in, right? Is that every four years, Bitcoin basically cuts in half, right? Uh, it forks, and that's this complicated. It's a big event for Bitcoin basically every four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that usually drives the price up and starts the bull rally, right? And you look at kind of like, if you look at the histories, the undulation of the last couple of years, again, that's what I was saying that like this, that we're in the 2019 version of the last bull run where it's like the whole year, things are going to kind of be weird. They're going to kind of suck. There's going to be some good things you can buy and flip and whatever, but overall people are gone. No one's really caring. The media thinks crypto is stupid. And then 2020 <laughs> is when things are going to start to kind of boil a little bit, right? So that's next year. Bitcoin halving happens in April next year, 2024. Things start to percolate. You feel like there's good vibes coming in. A few people start to come back in. And then 2025 is the big run like we had 2021. So that might seem very far away, Phil, but it's actually really not like, like this. No, sorry, this is going to fuck a lot of people up when I say this. 2025 is in 18 months from now. It's in 18 months. 2025 to me has always been like a date. Like that's in the future. Like that is deep in the future, millions of years in the future. But 2025 is in 18 months. We're going to be December of 2024. So think about that, right? That it's like, that's pretty soon. um, And that it's, we're not that far away. We're like, we're like halfway there from like the bad to the good. You know what I mean? Like we're like, we're at the halfway point, I'd say of like things actually get, start to get really exciting again. And, I think it's a good time to start start talking about some of that stuff or start getting excited about those other things. Oh, um, it might not be that far off and and hopefully, you know, be throwing parties again. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. Just as you shattered my dreams a year ago by telling me that it's almost all done. <laughs> I was just saying, the networks, let's say, you know what? The networks haven't started talking about season two of NFTs, but... But they're thinking about it. They're the builders are it. starting they're to thinking. It. Yeah, they're yeah. The builders are here. The builders are mm-hmm. here to think about it and talk about it. Uh, Phil, let's uh, let's talk about the hot take of the week. 
Let's talk hot take of the week. This week's question. This is actually kind of a trick question uh, (laughs) because you're still going to pick a winner and then I'll reveal the real answer. What was LG's favorite TV show growing up? That's the Mm. hot take of the week. A lot of different answers here. Phil, do you have anything to say about that before I, I read the answers? I feel like I'm going to know this. If I, I feel like it's it, when it hits, I'll probably know. But I didn't look at the answer, so I and, I, and off the top of my head, I don't know. But, but I, I, I was getting notifications all day, and there was some really, really outrageous answers. <laughs> People literally looked up Canadian kids shows and stuff like oh, that. Oh, for sure, yeah. And decided to, to submit answers. So I'm excited to to hear what people thought. Okay, and we'll see. Let's see. Here we go. There, there are some really good answers in here. Okay, so here we go. Um, Magnum PI just for the sweet mustaches, which was written by two different people, Top Shotta and Jared Vault. I'll both wrote Magnum PI. Jared also wrote it way earlier. He said Magnum PI because mustache goals are established early in life. I'm just going to tell you right now, Magnum PI was on well before I was born. So just relax on that one. <laughs> and I don't think it's a children's show. <laughs> so no. yeah, that would have had to have been after hours when LG and I would like sneak in Simpsons or Pops <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It started it started in 1980. Okay. I'm not I'm not Dad would be like, What are you guys watching down there? Care yeah. bears. It's like <laughs> yeah. cops guys bears, chasing yeah. each other all over the street. <laughs> uh okay. Let's see here. Somebody said, real Bernardo, not Bernardo, he said, had to be Blossom, right? And it's a gif of the guy saying, whoa. I have a good one. Hold on. I know you don't want to comment on every story, on every answer, but I'll I'll just give you this one. I actually saw the girl from Blossom about five or six years ago, but maybe a bit more, close to my work. We went for a work lunch at like one of those like, restaurants called you know not jack astros but what like marlowe's or something like that like one of those mm-hmm. ones in in those plazas with tons of restaurants and she was actually a waitress there and i'm like are you the girl from blossom she's like yes i'm like holy shit all right i guess she's just a regular citizen now working as um you know as a waitress in canada? A local in richmond hill actually it was in markham in markham ontario canada yeah she worked as a as a waitress and i'm like holy shit you're the girl from blossom so was it Blossom? Do I have the wrong show? No, I don't know. Never Blossom? Mind. There's no way. That that chick does not. There's no way that girl lives in Toronto. Isn't she Canadian? No, she's from the U.S. You're thinking about somebody else, man. Or maybe like a girl from Blossom that wasn't the main character. But, but yeah, yeah. Blossom no, 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 no. Not the actual Blossom. Yeah, she's still in movies and stuff like that. Like she's she still okay. does like random stuff. Like I don't. There's no way it's her. I think. Uh, I no, think it's she not the main recently... girl. No. Yeah. Not oh, the not girl. the main girl. No, okay, no, no, not no. The main no girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who, who from Blossom? I'd have to look it up, but I remember okay. that being a thing. And if I have the wrong show, my bad. But no, I think it's Blossom. Wow. Sure wow. I'll, I'll okay. find it. I'll talk about it next time. Okay. Well, Blossom was not my favorite show. Uh, <laughs> someone put a GIF. It's just a Canadian flag. And then someone put a GIF of Sharon, Lois, and Bram, which is a kid's show with three adults and a giant and an elephant puppet where they sing songs to you, which was a great show. I will say that. Uh, next answer, Baywatch, because Phil was the greatest influencer of LG's childhood and Boy Meets World was already taken. Wow, that's pretty good. Wow, okay. Uh, next one, the Andy Griffith show, ain't no way he grew up with color TV. Come on, man. What the fuck? What what don't do don't you let think this wilderness, we are, man. Yeah, don't let the wilderness beard, beard fool you, man. Like, I'm not, yeah. I wasn't born in the fucking 50s. Um, <laughs> okay, let's, let's go through some of these. Seriously. 
Uh, I had to look up some Canadian shows of the 80s. How about this one? LMAO, and it's a poster of Degrassi Junior High, which was, I think, one of the very first, if not the first Cana like syndicated Canadian TV show that made it outside of Canada, which then Drake was on later on, not in yeah. the original. I, I knew that would be an answer just for the simple fact that Drake was on it. I feel like Americans are, or even Canadians use that. Like, all of a sudden, everybody watched Degrassi. Like, we knew what it was. Mm -hmm. We never watched mm -hmm. it. Right. But because now Drake is associated with it, all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. OK. I got the show that that girl is on. It's not Blossom. I'm oh. just thinking about it now. It was a show called Ready or Not. Is that what it was called? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? She looked yes. like her, though. That's mm -hmm. a Canadian show. I'm yes. OK. Sure. I'm yeah. sorry. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a okay. Canadian yes, 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 yes. There it yeah, is. Yeah. Those two girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think one of the I think one of the guys on that show went to Jarvis Collegiate and we'd see him sometimes, <laughs> which was like up the street from the, our school, which was like in the terrifying downtown ghetto of Toronto for some reason. Yeah, dude, right that's like that's like, that that's a throwback. Now that is a Canadian TV show. That's it basically really like the Canadian Blossom, uh, but obviously that's not why I was thinking that. That's yeah. exactly yeah. why that came. To I don't think because... I don't think this aired in in the U.S., but it was basic. I guess it's no. these two teen girls and they they're friends and they just kind of navigate like the challenges of being you know young high school chicks i don't know i don't know i think the, that's the one on the was, right yeah. is the one that now works well used to five or six years ago works at wow age. wow yeah my bad okay not okay all good yeah no no worries uh okay there's that one bill nye the science guy because science is hard and needed to be simple wow that's a bit of a freaking dig at me man what are you saying i needed science to be freaking easy for me you don't you don't know <laughs> you don't know what other kind of careers i could have had you don't know what kind of college offers i had in the science in the science world uh family matters because it was wholesome and steve urkel was an absolute legend of a character that was one of my favorites it is pretty good yeah that was pretty good uh, it was definitely pinky in the brain. Obviously, the goal was to take over the world. That was good. Animaniacs was a fantastic show. And then there's one that I saved for last. And it's just a gif of Bob from Reboot. If anybody watched Reboot. Reboot. Exactly. This is after Phil's time, and Phil's not, uh, not nearly as much of a freaking giant nerd as I am. But Reboot... <laughs> which is the real answer is a show uh, that I think was Canadian produced, but aired everywhere. I don't know. American friends. You definitely had reboot. It was basically like a 3d show. It was one of the first 3d shows. There's all 3d animation and it's about people who live in a computer. Okay. They made this out in Vancouver. I'm just reading about it now. They made it in Vancouver and it's basically like the inside of a computer and there's like a villain and his name is megabyte. And they always have to, he's always, he always has some scheme and they have to stop him. And Bob is the main guy. And there's all these computer terms. Like one of the other villains is called hexadecimal. And one of the, the girl, the love interest is called dot. I don't know. And basically what happened is it, this is actually pretty advanced. They live in this city called mainframe. That's computer terms. And every episode, a game would get loaded into mainframe and it'd be a giant purple cube that would land in the city <laughs> And if they didn't go in there and win the game, it would destroy the part of the city that it landed on. Like it would destroy it. So they had to go in, wait under the cube to fall on them, go inside, and then they had to beat the user. So it'd be like a game where it's like a medieval fair. And then they'd, they'd put on their like game outfit where they're like a medieval knight. And then there'd be the user who's the player, the human player, as their like digital you know game player. 
and they had to they had to stop that person from winning the game and then if they did the game would would go away and wouldn't destroy the computer and that was basically wow. the plot of reboot and that was easy like i would tape it because i freaking loved it man i was obsessed with reboot and i, I think i still kind of am honestly so that's the answer phil i don't even know if you have an, a, a preferred take none of these were that funny but that's the accurate answer is reboot well that's a hundred percent the winner then like a hundred percent i'm not yes. I, I mean this is not even a hot take this is whoever could get the the real answer should win and i didn't math even Matek, know that math Matek knows me well he 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 he's also a canadian he 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 definitely he knows the way to my heart so he's got it he's got it down he's he's gonna graduate this week yeah Let's see if wow. he messages for his prize because a lot of people don't message for Only the prize. Only one or two see if he actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See how many people actually listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Well, Phil D, this has been another fantastic edition. Thanks for listening to all my stories and my advice about the wilderness. You know. Now go get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. I'm growing this hair out, dude. I'm growing this wow. long hair back here. here. We go. Wait till we you see back. me, man. You'll see how crazy this hair really we is. We are back. Wait till you see me, which may be sometime this summer. Who knows? Maybe Ooh. maybe the Doucette bros are going to be together IRL sometime soon. If we do do that, Phil, we need to throw a giant bash in Toronto or something <laughs> like that for all the Top Shot people. Arsenic has already messaged me saying you guys need to come to Montreal. Is that what he said since he's been on the on the air? Yeah, he already messaged me and said he, t- he texting and driving me saying you got to come and you and Phil got to come to Montreal so we can have a beer. Three hours late Actually, picking up the kids and then yeah. now texting and driving, wearing like he's sneaking chips in the side of his car to the point where he gets <laughs> home for dinner. Judy's yes. gonna be like, "It's time to eat." And he's gonna be like, "I'm not hungry." He's been eating all the Chinese <laughs> chips all day, mm-hmm. and he's wearing full jeans and it's like thirty degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a guy. We definitely have to go there for drinks. What, a, what a baller that guy is. He uh, Specifically, his words in Discord are, anyways, if you're around, please let me know so you can come grab a beer or two. Winky face. He wants to get shit-faced with us. <laughs> oh, we know he does. He Absolutely. wants to get blasted. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, Phil D, good to see you again. Have a great week. Thanks, everybody, for listening to uh, another great episode of The First Mint. See ya. Always takes me a second to hit the end broadcast.